Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. Today than it was yesterday. Am I right? Yeah. Heat wave. Well, I mean, it's yes. It's 14 degrees. It's 9.5. Oh, it's 9.5 here at the Point Studio. That's right. Honestly, man, I don't really feel too Fox much. Fox 2 says 14. Yeah. I guess up in uh, Maryland Heights. Hey, shout out to Moon for being the only weather person given decimals. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, thank hey, when you. it's on the extra mile, dude. When it's when it's that close to zero. You got to know. About, I'm all I about agree. decimals. Yeah. You <laughs> decimals matter. Take every point decimals we can. Decimals do matter. Kids <laughs> are going back to school today. Everything is right with the world. Good yes. job. Yes. Mm. Everything is right with the world. Oh, it's all cold. You got to wait outside for the bus. Oh, no. Aww, maybe put a jacket on. How about that? Oh, man, my daughter. Maybe put a jacket on, son. My daughter was cheering. These kids never have enough clothes on, you know, but the, the cheer squad was leaving the game yesterday and miserable. Because none of them had, like, anything but just, like, a jacket on, you know, and their legs are exposed. And I was just like, oh, my God. I'm miserable out of here with three layers on. Yeah, I got that lake in the backyard. So, I mean, that thing is frozen solid. Mm. Yeah, I skate Frozen you? solid. Well, the boy and his friends, you know, uh, put their hockey skates on and went outside with shovels. And they cleared a whole section of the uh, of the lake. And they were playing, you know, they dragged the net down. Cool. They were playing uh, hockey on the lake. and. I was thinking maybe I should go down. It's such a like a nice moment. Take some pictures, and I'm like, yeah. ah, it's too cold out. <laughs> nah, ah. I'm good. Can I zoom from here? Nah. Ah, I already got sweatpants on. Ah, that's a whole thing. Yeah, it'll going outside. Again. It's a whole thing. Get the, get the camera. 
walk. Ah. I'm, I'm proud of you for thinking of it. I thought of it. I was like, maybe, maybe this would be a moment we should capture in time. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, winter 2024. So, remember, it was so cold out. How right. cold was it? Well, the lake was frozen solid, and all the neighborhood kids were playing ice hockey. <sighs> ah. The consideration counts for good dad points. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A, a, a not good dad wouldn't have even Wouldn't considered. have even thought about it. Yeah, but you Thank did. Thank you, Moon. You did. So, yeah. Boop, That's at least, give me a half a point for tally. that. Aren't you worried that they're going to fall in? It was they... so frozen solid. Yeah. Even the lake didn't want to do anything. Be like George Bailey and you're, go deaf in Well, one, one of the other kids up the street has a drill, mm-hmm. and he, he drills a hole to see how, how, how far down... He can see the ice. That's great. They put the small skate out in the middle, I thought. He's just drilling holes out there. I'll frack this lake. (laughs) Cool. Got a neighborhood of geniuses out there. I get my my sawzall when I go out there and I uh, I cut a straight line across the lake. He's got a little drill and he, you know, drills to see how far, you know, how far down it's frozen. That thing was, listen, it's been it's been below zero for how many days? Oh yeah. Long time. That thing is it was frozen. Is everything dead in there? Like, are there... Oh, they're fish, fish? underneath. Right, you see cool. the rivers? The rivers look like, you know, Iceland. Mm. Oh, like icebergs? Yeah, there's just ice flows everywhere. It's awesome. and it's, it is really cool. You know, oh, I haven't, man, I we got to remind everybody. River. I haven't seen a river in a I haven't long either. Time. Oh, we got to remind everybody. Come hey, out my way. Floating down the Mississippi on, a, on, a, on an iceberg, not a great idea. Yeah, don't do that. No matter how tempting it is. I think we lost a couple people last year to that. Eee. I think that's survival of the smartest. I, you know, <laughs> that's a real. I mean, that was a real thing. Remember, there was some guy up in Washington. You for real? Yeah, trying to, try yeah, to do that he on did the it for a few days, right? On the Missouri. That was his thing. Huh? Like he was the guy that would do that, and then he. I'm never... the guy. What? I'm the guy that does this. Huckleberry Finn. Are you serious? That's yeah, crazy. yeah. Look that up. Was hmm. there a guy? Look who, up Washington, Missouri. Ice float. Ice float. Dead. 2023. Missing. Wow. Oh, missing. Never yeah, even... it's a sad story. That's terrible. Man missing, last seen floating on ice in Missouri River, 2022. 2022. Wow. Late December. Well, now that ice is back, maybe he'll return. Oh, uh, let's yeah, see. Yeah, it's a sad story. The guy's, uh, you know, like uh, kids and stuff. And That's Missouri awful. State Highway Patrol said he was seen floating downstream on ice. He was not in distress. It was a thing. Dangerous. I love that old timey photo, like from the 1910s, of the people that walked out on the Mississippi because it was so frozen. Like people walked out right to the middle of it and are under the bridge. And it's, you know, they're all completely dressed in like yeah. 1910s wear. Frozen, frozen solid. Yeah. Well, here's a Wild. video. Here's a video of it. Yeah, that's, that's him. Huh. Yeah, he was out there on these ice flows and just floating down the river. <sighs> I mean, crazy dangerous. He was missing it an hour later. Fun. That's awful. Yeah, it does seem cool. A great picture. But hella dangerous. That's right. I said hella. Yeah. And that's also where polar bears always show up around those ice things. This is what the, <coughs> this is what the river looks like right now. Yeah, with all the little ice. Yeah, just everywhere. Does this feel like Instagram gone wrong or TikTok gone wrong, do you think? Or is this guy just out there... No, he says uh, this. This article says he's like a river enthusiast. I mean, yeah, yeah. Every picture that I see of him, he's got a kayak or a canoe or something. He's like all about it. Hmm. Yeah. 
So it, it wasn't just like a random like, ooh, watch this. No, I mean, this no, guy, as like, I said, this was this river. guy's thing. Mm. So he's done it before. He's done it before. Well, just, yeah, I don't know. Ah. Man. I was outside yesterday, uh, you know, watching people who can't put their car in their garages, you know, scrape off the ice off the windshields. And mm-hmm. what is the... <laughs> What's the what's the craziest thing you've used to scrape ice off your car? <laughs> CDs. Uh, CD See now, jewel uh, case. now we don't have those anymore. I know yeah, they worked beautifully. Like the CD jewel case was the thing that you would it. use to scrape the ice yeah. off the windshield. And now what? I think a comb. I've used a comb in my purse. Like, do you have an ice scraper <laughs> in your car right I now? I do. Yeah. Thank you, Tim. He, I have one in the trunk, and I have a, one in my back seat. I'm all ice scraping. Oh, you up. have two. Uh huh. Wow. A credit and he knows card? I won't oh, I use do. either of them. <laughs> Why two? When one's not enough? Uh, to be honest, like uh, the new one, he Tim went to a new dentist, and they gave him like a cool handheld little ice, like a little ice scraper yeah. with like a mitten on it. And he goes, "You're gonna need this more than I will." I'm like, "All right, cool." Yeah, the CD jewel cases were the best when it came to getting that when it came to getting that ice off the windshield or the mm-hmm. or the side windows. In but a total now, emergency, I would use a credit card or a debit card or your license, and yeah. you like you cut like start cutting grids and then try to hack 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 hack. Yeah. You know, I've done try that. to chip it out. I did that recently because we have a key card here to work, and it was on the outside of my wallet. And I'm oh, like, that's what? a good one. Oh, that's nice. That's nice it, and yeah, solid. And then uh, I've also used a Kleenex box. That was in my car. Yeah, I've used an Amazon box. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. (laughs) I'm sure it looks awesome. I've used an Amazon box. (laughs) And yeah, when people drive by, you go, look at this idiot. Didn't have an ice paper. Yeah. Look at this moron. But now that we don't use CDs in the cars, you know, our ice scrapers are gone. I guess we'll actually have to go out and get one and put one in the trunk for the just in case. Good. Yeah, it's days like these where you go, man, thank God I could fit my car in my garage. Yeah. I mean, I always, you know, I've only had a garage in but the houses that I bought, you know, whenever I was renting, I never had a garage. And so I feel for all those people that haven't experienced like the luxury of a garage. It is luxurious. It is. It is a luxurious yeah. thing. I was thinking about it the other day, like how awesome it would be to just go out and not have snow on your car ever. Just know that it's going to be like yeah. in a semi warm environment and hop in. Starts up easily. Mm. Doesn't get mad at you. No one's going to sideswipe in the middle of the night. Yeah. On the St. Louis That's streets. That's city living, man. Yeah. It's wild. That's city living. Well, I was watching a, uh, a news report yesterday on, you know, some of these cars that were, you know, off the road. It was taking hours for tow trucks to get to them. Mm-hmm. There was one lady who was saying she was involved in that accident up on um, 64 near the Science, Science Center. Center. Oh, Lord. I mean, she waited almost three hours for a tow truck. Yeah. It was, I mean, nobody was moving, that's for sure. She's calling relatives going, my, my, you know, it's, I'm now in the car and my heater's blowing cold air. Mm. That's a bad feeling. But the tow truck, I mean, they can only do so much. There's only, there's only so many tow trucks. Right. Why'd they make her stay in the car? There's so many ambulances and fire trucks on the scene. I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. Even people just, you know, I, I, when I was, I was, I was on my way home yesterday. 64 was shut down for a little bit. Really? Because of an accident. Hate that. But people were waiting hours for tow trucks. Again, there's only so many tow trucks in the area. And there mm-hmm. were there were so many accidents yesterday. It was wild. Right. And the problem was, I know Modot was saying that they'd put the 
salt on the roads or whatever solution they used to, to melt the ice. And it was so cold, it was melting, then just refreezing. <laughs> yeah. It was melting, then just refreezing. So you'd have air, you'd have patches of ice where it would look otherwise clear. And then all of a sudden, you'd have a patch of ice, you're off the side of the road. It's a nightmare. Yep. But everything's all clear now. And all the kids are back at school. Somebody said Farmington. They got no school this morning. And maybe some schools are going virtual learning because it's too cold. I don't know. I know my kids are back at school, so, yep. <laughs> back at school. Did, were they, they were there when you got home. How was that yesterday? Yeah, was it fun? Did you have a good time with your kids? Did you nap? What happened? Tell us. When I got home? Yeah. Everybody, you know, I got home and everybody was doing their own thing, which was nice. That's good. See, <laughs> complained for nothing. <laughs> so they're at I that got, age now. It's I got easy. home. Yeah, I got home by 11, 15. My daughter just just gotten up. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Both That's kids were in the kitchen well. making world's best dad craft projects. <laughs> Absolutely not. We made this for you. No. Papa, Papa we made no. these for you. No, again, the only one that greets me at the door is the dog. He smacked it out of their hands. Macaroni went. I went. Dry macaroni went all over the floor, and he's like, "Father needs a nap." I I went into the kitchen. I walked through the door uh-huh. from the garage. I put my bag down. I go, "Hello." Oh. <laughs> I'm here. They're like, we were listening to the show. We thought you didn't want us Hello? to bother you. No, nobody was up in time for the show. Everybody got up after ten o'clock yesterday. <laughs> do you uh, do you walk around and do the dad commandments where you're like, "Is everyone enjoying this heat?" Oh, God. Our warm home brought to you by the labor of your father. No, I should have. I did the same thing. I was in the house for a few minutes, and I went, are the kids here? Like, I had to ask. I didn't know where anybody I was. That. <laughs> my brother and uh, sister-in-law got my daughter a blanket that looks like a burrito wrap. So my daughter was on the couch. Oh, have you? That thing is so soft, too. We have one of those. Very soft. The, the tortilla blanket? Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. It looks like nephew. a tortilla. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so good. I'm like, it doesn't even, didn't even move Mm-mm. when I, hi, Dad. Okay. Where's the boy in the basement? Okay. I'm a chalupa. <laughs> Gonna go take a nap. Speaking of tortilla, I hit max anger yesterday. Immediately. <laughs> like, immediately. Cause what we, happened? We, Speaking we, of tortilla, <laughs> I hit max anger yesterday. <laughs> I hit max anger in record-breaking time because we had this, my, my wife, like, a slow slow did some chicken and in the in the crock pot or whatever it is and all this stuff and oh my gosh i was salivating like p- putting this stuff on these tortillas and typically i go for like the big brown one whichever one that is mission to, you know mission or something mm-hmm. i forget which one these are but i t- typically steer clear because they're kind of dry they're like a white corn tortilla i don't I, I know you guys know what i'm talking about they're like this big yay yeah, big yeah. and yeah. uh oh man we put we i put all the stuff on them and I, I even took a picture and sent it to my daughter i was like look at this this looks gr- so great Picked it up. Everything is. Poof. It Just, wasn't cooked. You didn't cook the tortilla. She said she heated it or something. And I think that was the issue. Yeah. Like, put uh, that in a pan. Oh, yeah, you got put in a pan. Uh, f-, f those. I know. I'm with f you. F. You gotta put those, those. in a pan. You gotta saute those. Down. I got so. I got so angry. I was. I was like, I hate these. This is why. Yep. I forgot why. Yeah, I hate those these. ones suck. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. <laughs> I was so angry, dude. I was having such a peaceful day. And nothing's worse. You okay? You want to hold worst. his hand, please? <laughs> I got juices and stuff all over my hands. You think just... you got problems? This chick over here comes in and says she took Zequel last night and oh, woke God. up with her clothes in weird places. I oh, no. Let me tell night you crimes? about last night. Sleepwalking? Don't be like your auntie Learn. Yeah, I was. I had band practice God. last night. We haven't played in a month. And I'm at Richard's house. And I, you know, he lives like a mile from me. So... 
Well, uh, Richard's your... Bassist. Bassist, okay. And so uh, before I leave Richard's house, it's like 7, you know, so getting close to 7.30, which is normally when I take uh, either melatonin or I take a Z-Quil, something to help me sleep. So I decide I'm going to take my Z-Quil pills, you know, about 10 minutes before I leave his house. Holy and smokes. So anyway, trust, I know yeah, what I'm man. doing. So I take it. <laughs> that scares, that's scaring me now. Yeah, like you're on the clock. <laughs> I know, I got to get home. So I get home. Although that's a good excuse, like, oh. I gotta I go. Gotta I just go. took a sequel. I gotta get out of here. You cannot start this sentence. Again, I gotta go. Do not as I do, but as I say. So I get home, and Tim has made gorgeous dinner, and so I'm down in these small potatoes. It's delicious. We watch a little bit of Veep, and then I'm like, "Ooh, my legs are going numb. I need to go to sleep." <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the sleep is creeping in. The sleep's creeping in. So we go to bed, and I immediately hit the sack. I'm out. He's continuing to watch Veep in bed. So I get up at like, I get, I, well, I don't know what time so it is. So you passed out. I passed out. Now, just for context, I was wearing a Munganast sweatshirt and these gym shorts from high school that I've had for 25 years. And is that your normal sleep gear? Wow. No, it's really not. I'm normally like a pants and tank girl, but last night things were all weird. Reversed. Reversed. So I am asleep. I get up, I guess, in the middle of the night to use the facilities, kind of vaguely remember that. And I guess I took some of my clothes off in the middle of the night, and I get back in bed. So when I woke up, my alarm's going off at 3.30, I am, like, different. Things have changed. My clothes are, like, around the room now. And I'm like, Weird, right? I don't You're remember like, Tim's this. Tim's got some explaining to do. Right? Yeah. I'm like, oh. And then I had this crazy dream that I was with Michelle Smallman at her mom's house, and she had an underwater room where she had a pet giant squid that had these cartoon googly eyeballs. That's and she's cool. like, we got to take a picture with this squid. And I was super worried about breathing underwater however I could. And then this had like a hook tooth. And I go, Michelle. <laughs> I, I knew that was coming. <laughs> that was crazy. I was like, Michelle, your squid's going to eat us the minute we turn our back to you. And anyway, took a picture with the squid, woke up, my shirt was this off. Is, I don't know. This is the sequel. Yeah. Yeah, dude. This is the sequel. That stuff scares me. This is why I'm hey, afraid. You banged a squid. To death. <laughs> Good news. Yeah, you banged banged the, squid? the squid last night. I just looked this you up. You did tentacle porn. Having a squid in your dream means you're nearing success. Oh, Perhaps a promotion or passing an exam. So right there you on, go. guys. That's good. Do yeah, you have any congrats. exams coming up? Not but that, that sequel, see, that's why I uh, stopped She taking... does, too. She has Mashup and match Moon today. Moon. Yeah, you have Mashup and Moon today. Oh, care, buddy. Oh, boy. Um, you didn't have that dream, did you, Moon? No, I didn't have any dreams. Oh, I woke no. up at 2 and couldn't go back to sleep. This is why I stopped taking Ambien. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Night crimes. Night Scares crimes. You're, you're one st you are one step away from robbing a bank. Oh, man. While you're sleeping. Dang yeah. it. Like, people get in their cars I'm, and I'm drive. Okay. People cook meals. Full meals. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've, I've I, The few times I've done... Um, well, it wasn't Ambien. It was something else. And then, and even Nyquil. Like it's, I've I've woken up in different rooms, and I don't know what I've done or yeah. any of that. And, and I just, I it's scared. If you see me taking that, because we have it at the house, if you see me taking that, you know that I am like deathly. Yeah, Ill. like I take it when I'm sick. I'm deathly mm. ill. Yeah. Makes me feel like I got darted by the people at the zoo the next day. Yeah. Like a rhino that just, like, had veterinarian work done or something. I was like, man, that's hard to get up. And the dreams on that stuff, you're locked in because you're not waking up. You're buy the ticket, take the ride. <laughs> Whatever dark haunting dream you're in the middle of, yeah, you're finishing it. Yeah. Hey, Kyle said check your, uh, your, your camera feed. Oh, God.
Like, check your on your phone to see if you took any pictures. <laughs> yeah, <I will. laughs> oh, boy. My door camera it's not a bad idea. Man. I wonder why I, I got will. a lot of texts, text I was like, messages last Step brothers, like, Will Ferrell putting, like, a purse in an oven and, you know, yeah. the pillows in the fridge and stuff. Yeah, like, You I actually mean, put up nine TikToks on the toilet. Which what if we, I would? Yeah, we weren't going to say anything, but it's kind of weird. Dude, I, uh, I had traveled for a couple, like, a day and a half or so. Um, I had been to a wedding or something on the West Coast, and then I had to fly to Belgium and and meet the band. I was we were sharing a bus with Ezele Dying. It was like a double decker bus. Yeah. And I was crazy sick, crazy sick, and I hadn't slept. And I got up there, and uh, the guitar player was like, "Yo, just, just hear it. It's like a it's a European Nyquil." So already I don't even know what this European is. European Nyquil. And I was like, oh. Oh. and he goes, okay. "I had to take it uh, a couple days ago." And he gave it to me, and I went. To, I went to sleep, and it was probably the greatest sleep I've ever had. But I, I think you roofied yourself. I don't know. I may have missed a show. I, I like. I have. I'm, I think I played a show and don't know. I didn't. I, I told wasn't you about there. The time I took a Quaalude, I lost the entire day. I've, yeah, I swear. Dude, yeah. I, I, like, yeah. I, I remember waking up or thinking that I was waking up the next day, and it was like t- uh, the next day's next day. It was oh. the day after, and, and I was and. It, in my dreams, I thought I was in Azalea dying. Like I wasn't sure what band I was in. Dude, it was a, it was just the craziest experience. And I, and from then on, it's terrified me. This stuff scares me to death. I took a Quaalude once. God, what year was that? Nineteen sixty nine. Doing the ludes, dude. <laughs> Strong year for Quaaludes. I don't know. It was I was in my early twenties. Yeah. Take this. Okay. My dad. And I I I took it and it woke up the next day uh-huh. on a couch. Like with an arm hanging off, my shirt off, right, and and jeans I wasn't wearing when I took the Quaalude. Well, my dad in the nineties, not to make everybody have to talk about this, but like when you're going through your puberty years in the nineties and your single dad doesn't know what to do with you and you have cramps, my dad gave me a soma, which is a muscle relaxer oh, yeah. that I think he was taking recreationally because it's Southern Illinois, a what? and he was like soma, soma, and he's like, here, take this, and like I passed out on his couch for like 24 hours and I was like dad I don't think I I don't think this is what I need to be doing for yeah. cramps well yeah it's but no cramps I was 11 years old yeah you don't remember the cramps right yeah, cramps uh, left that's a habit forming <laughs> sedative it says first, yeah. first sentence Damn it, Greg. it was it was <laughs> hey oh never mind when I, I lost the day I had to go around it was like a memento I was trying to piece together I was trying to piece together what happened there's like a note on the mirror it's like don't trust Murray and you're like who's yeah, Murray who's Murray I'm am I no, Murray? I really had to ask like friends like what the hell happened like, wow. you were out of control be careful out there what do you mean you were you were wild huh? but they wouldn't tell me why or wh- for what reason oh man damn you think they're messing with you Probably Maybe. not. Maybe. I don't know. Who was I talking to? Was it me and you talking about, like, if, if just for the story, if some if I could ever find a Quaalude, I'd probably take it. Just, yeah. Was that you and I talking about I that? Like I can't remember. I was just this. like, you know, I don't even know if they're out there anymore. Right. But if, like, someone's like, hey, I found some expired ludes, and I'm like, ah, I'm going to take just one, just for the, just to say I took the ride. Well, so congrats. In the late, in the late 90s, you there was in. at least one. There was at least one out there, and I took it. Uh, Those had to be expired. Super freaky. Who knows? Maybe not late 90s, but they are now. This was like 1998. Mm-hmm. All it has to say is nighttime on it, and I'm like, I don't know, yeah. man. I need to be pretty sick for that. That was in the uh, that was in my, here, take this phase. I, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Remember that. All right. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, it's good. Oh, to be young. Uh, good yeah. times ahead? Yeah. I think so. Okay. 
Man. That's fine. I miss that invincible feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now I got the fear. Dude, when I, I was a, fear. when I had yeah. kidney stones on the road, uh, they released me from the hospital. I couldn't miss any shows. I got wheeled up. They still had me on the, uh, what, what's the stuff that they give you at the hospital that starts with a D? Is it the Michael Jackson stuff? D? Um, some of the D. Oh. Propofol is what, what, my, what did Michael Jackson. Oh, okay. Do. No, no. This, yeah, but it was like mixed with Diaza, something. Diaza. Diaza. No, no. Something. Dimetap. <laughs> no. But whatever it was. for a cold? I, whatever yeah. it was, it was like one of those like floating, like, you know, the days last forever kind of thing. And uh, they're like, here, here's the uh, the oxycodone or whatever it was mm-hmm. for, the, for the kidney stones. And... They were like, take one every four hours for pain. And I was in like continual pain. Three three kidney stones, just small enough where they didn't want to laser it. I had to pass it on my own. Mm. And uh, I, I wasn't able to do those shows like and backflip and do all that kind of crap without taking more than one. Yeah. So I would save them throughout the day and just be in agonizing pain and then take all three, which well, is that's, just that's how people get total hooked. idiocy. Yeah, uh. yeah, but was, that was the only way I could perform. Oh, that'll get you comp- constipated too. Yeah. Now I'm on the street trying to score a Meprazole. Yeah. yeah. And, and, <laughs> like, oh, God, come on, I got the reflux real bad. Realizing the dangers of all that. No, Can you man. front me some more Meprazole, man? <laughs> the lobby. I got the acid. I got that. What's it? The, the, the heartburn. I got, I got heartburn. the GERD. <laughs> Dilaudid. Dilaudid. Yeah, yeah. That's, right. that's what they had me on. Golly. Uh, all right, so learn your normal sleep gear when you're not. Taking your clothes pants. off. Yeah. But also short, uh, shorts lately because I going through the perimenopause and you guys don't know nothing about that. I am like heat flash city USA. Mm-hmm. So like shorts a lot of times. So yeah. probably what happened last night. You probably got hot on the quill. I and did. Just hot on the quill. Yeah. Hot off. on the quill. Were you buck naked or what happened? Like, no, what was the was, situation? Or did you have different shorts. clothes on? I just No, no, I just had shorts on. At the, you know, it's not crazy, but th- that damn sweatshirt was across the room. Yeah, she must have launched it. You got hot, launched it, Yep. passed back out. See, I, I sleep hot, so I, I'm in as little clothes as possible. Mm. Everybody oh, shut your you're eyes. you're wearing a spaghetti small? tank, too? Go on, cool. shut yeah. your eyes. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm, I just, so I'll just wear underwear. Yeah. I hear George Michael's freedom in my head when I close yeah. my eyes and think about freedom. it. Freedom. I would, listen, if, the, if there were no, if there were no kids in the room, in the house, I'd be sleeping naked. Fuck naked. Hmm. Yep. Me too. The day will come. I don't like that. I don't Me like neither. sleeping in the nudes. Topless well, is fine, but. Now, now in my head, I'm like, what if something happens? I gotta, I gotta evacuate the house. Yeah. Right. Gotta have yeah. a layer. In these temps. Yeah. You also gotta think about, you know, dying in your sleep. Don't put don't put that on somebody. Do you guys think about that all the no. time? I I had that thought. I, do not. I had that thought the other day. You I was will now. in the tub and I'm like, what if I die in here? And Tim comes home from work and I'm just dead in this tub. Whoa. God, like that's what goes through my head. It's not huh. every time. It's not to wash not your every feet. time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I know it's weird. I, I don't think I'm alone in that. I feel like people do yeah, think about that. People have those thoughts. How do you sleep? I undies. Like I just a boxes. layer. So I, I've told you this before, and I go never nude because I'm. It's it's I'm de, de facto house defender. Something happens, I got to get up in the middle of the night and fight an intruder. I just I don't want to be. Yeah, if you got to roll around with somebody. It. Yeah, I don't want to be rolling around on the floor. They could have a katana. Who knows? Who knows? I'm not trying to get slight. You know, there's something about that little layer of protection that makes me feel like, mm. you know, some kind of armor, something. Something between me and the elements, and also you don't ever. If there's a fire and you got to go out. Yeah, I, I do think about that. Who like, knows? If, if there's a fire, God forbid. Right. I'm gonna be out there in my skivvies. I gotta save two dogs. Scott, What's going on? What are you sleeping in? I sleep in usually shorts and a t-shirt, and um, yeah, and I keep myself ready. 
in case something like that goes down. Exactly. I have a some serious stuff next to me. I was thinking Take Scott was in like an like like Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah, and a like little a top night, hat and a night shirt with a night hat. A nightgown. Yeah. Yeah, I do have one of those little hats with the thing on it, so whenever I snore, you know, it comes down to my mouth and I bounces up. And I, well, listen, how you, you know, what you wear when you sleep yeah. plays into different factors of your life. So sleeping naked is, is one of those things that you either do or you don't do. It's not something that you just do on, like, Wednesdays, hmm. right? You either sleep naked or you don't sleep naked. That's right. And now we're finding out a little more about people who sleep in the buff. So a new survey compared people who sleep naked with those who sleep in pajamas. And it found that people who sleep naked are more likely to be night owls, more likely to watch horror movies, more likely to get nightmares, and more likely to be satisfied with their sex life. Mm. Oh, and more likely to believe their choice of sleepwear impacts the quality of their sleep. Which is maybe the most telling. People who sleep naked seem bothered by clothing while sleeping. I get that. I can't wear socks. Mm-mm. It's like a, yeah, I get sweaty. It's like a brain. It's like a brain handcuff. I can't wear. Remember, me. Jeff. Jeff w- would wear a hat and socks. The whole thing. Like a sock hat. He would wear a knit hat, and he'd wear socks. I'd love him. He wore a cowboy hat. Yeah, wore a ten gallon hat. A novelty ten gallon hat, like a foam one. Foam ten gallon hat and. Oversized boots. <laughs> you remember why? Like, why did he like that? Like, he just wanted to be warm? Like, was he oh, always no. very cold? So- it doesn't matter if I'm cold or hot. Socks are a sleep lock for me. You put that on, I'm just like, damn it. Yeah. Well, f- thanks. Now I can't fall asleep. Me too. No Whoop. way. I like I'm my a... toes to be free. Me yeah. too. I'm, I think that's like my self-soothing thing, too, is I rub my feet together. Mm-hmm. Can't put something in between. I can't put, I can't put foot condoms on and you guys, rub my feet together. You guys do the thing where you take your one foot... <laughs> And you go through each of your toes on the other foot. With your foot. I do love. I do do that. that. I do In that fact, too. I some, somebody made fun of me on vacation. They're like, "What are you doing with your toes?" <laughs> I, I was on the so couch, good, like man. falling asleep, and I locked my two like my <laughs> last you my blade toe. Together? I locked my blade toe up and kiss him goodnight. Uh, I can't do that. Couldn't do it when I broke but my I toe. I want to right now because you just said that. Now I can feel him. Yeah, my. Mm. I like, need to do let this. Us out. I've never done that. I can't. I don't think. It gets the lens out. I have no control of my toes. No, I I, I, can't, I like I can't move I can't bend my toes. Oh, I can't. I run. I've like I no restless control. leg. Yeah. <laughs> I have restless leg, so I run. <laughs> uh, but that looks like Speedy Gonzales. Yeah, I want to put like legs. a pedometer on myself to you see how many RLS? steps I've. I, yeah. You're like a dog. Where they just run on the ground. Okay, so let's harken back to when we were younger, sleepovers uh-huh. at our friends' houses. Were you, were you? Did you have sleepovers at your house, or were you most likely to go to someplace else? I hosted them. You, so you were the sleepover hoster. I was always the go out and sleep over somebody's house. Yeah, it was both. Probably 60, 40. 60 in, 40 out. I would say for me, it was 90 out, 10 in. Mm-hmm. What about you, Rafe? Uh, we had, I remember like having sleepovers at my house for like birthdays and stuff. But I would say as far as spending the night like with a friend, yeah, it was probably like uh, 70, 30 out. I had a best friend who I'd stay at his. I'd stay weekends at his house. His house was kind of like his parents were chill. They'd go out of town and oh, go do man, stuff and kind of like leave us at home for the weekend. It but was even awesome. even when you were younger, the more innocent ones, not the one, not the sleepovers that you'd have in high school, where you know somebody's parents were out and you'd booze it up all mm-hmm. night and pass out. This is more like junior high. 
Yeah, yeah, you know, the junior high, the elementary school junior innocent. high ones. Where Ours was strategic. You just play video games mm-hmm. all night. Yeah. yeah, get on ICQ. Yeah, exactly. Ours was strategic. So me and my best friend Kevin, we had different Nintendo games intentionally. He would ask for this, I would ask for that. He would ask for this, I would ask for that. That way, if we're if we're in the kung fu mood, we'll go to his house. If we're in excite bike mo- mood, we'll go to my yeah, house. Yeah. And it was you also know you could bring those games to the other people's houses. Yeah, but that was obnoxious. It was more fun <laughs> this way. Plus, we we had um, we would do it strategically, like uh, you know, so and so lived closer to this park, and if it was snowing outside or something, we're going to sled there. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll spend the night at Billy's house. And then it was like, oh, okay, we want to ride our bikes up to the mall and go to Exilarama. Well, I live next to Exilarama, so it would be my house. Yeah. you know yeah. what I mean. It was all it was all strategy. We yeah. all figure out what we're going to do tomorrow. And let's get as close. Yeah, we'll, yeah, as we'll plan the day before, and then we'll just get right out in the morning. Yeah, everything had to do with what we were gonna do. Yeah, now I get that. My dad was dating my best friend's mom, which was the coolest because she was always at my dad's house. So, like, you know, her mom was essentially like a stepmom to me, and like my best so friend. So your just be there. best friend, her mother was mm-hmm. dating your father. Yes, because they were friends like in high school. And so they started dating. Did you ever go like, we're going to be stepsisters? Oh, yeah. I was like, we're going to be stepsisters. This is awesome. It was like the dream. So every time I would be in West Frankfurt at my dad's house, like every other weekend, you know, my girlfriend would be there. And essentially, it was every weekend slumber party at my dad's Mm. house. And it was so much fun. That's cool. Yeah. That's pretty wild. Yeah, we had a fun tradition. If we were at my friend Brad's house, we would wait for his parents to fall asleep. And then around midnight be like maybe eight to ten of us, you know, that sleep there, and we go play soccer. And he had a huge backyard. Oh, then you play take soccer. We do what? <laughs> you take quaaludes. Well, that too. Yeah, eight to ten. Hardcore. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. We'd have a great time over there. But it was just fun to play midnight soccer. My best friend Devin's parents were like my second parents. So they lived out in the country, dude, and he had a go kart. Oh. We his dad. They had like a farm truck that at fourteen. Oh, they let us like drive it out on the property. So. You know, that's cool when you're, like, 13 years old and somebody can drive. It was just like driving on these, like, little dirt roads out on... So it was like, that was the spot. Because yeah. we had free rain. We had a woods to go play in. And it yeah. Was like, well, the sleepovers would always happen at somebody's house who had a cool basement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had yeah. a full yeah. walkout basement. It was like a cool basement. Yeah. That yeah. They were usually the house for the sleepovers. Like, you know, like, we have a cool basement. So I... And we... I think it's about... My kids, like, 50... 50-50. Out and in. For them, like we'll have kids in our house for a sleepover, and they go to the basement. That's nice. And sometimes, you know, they'll go out to their friends' houses. But here was an interesting thing uh, from an internet post, and I bring up the sleepovers. Um, they write, "I had the strangest request. My son asked if one of his classmates in the fourth grade could spend the night this coming weekend." So, fourth grade, how old is that? Ten. 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 All right, that's that's prime prime time, time for sleepovers. Fourth mm-hmm. grade. And uh, the parents said, sure, you know, just have the kid's mom call me and we'll set it up. Which is what happens if it's, you know, a kid we don't know. Usually the moms talk or whatever and, you know, figure it all out. So when the mom called, she said her son could stay on one condition. That she gets to stay over too. Oh. What? Nah. I'm good. <laughs> That's right. Wait, so she didn't want to like she didn't want her kids staying by herself. She wanted to be there. The mom said that her son could stay at the house uh-huh. on one condition that she stay too. Oh boy. It, awkward. She said she gets too nervous letting her son sleep away from the house and she would just feel better if she could come too. Ah. What a nightmare. Sorry, yeah. kid. 
She said if if we weren't comfortable with that, then she could pick her son up at eight before bedtime. Yeah, there's a sleep under. I heard my best friend was like use a new jargon in parenting world, a sleep under, where your kid stays at the house. Like if there's a big birthday party happening and all the kids are staying, maybe you don't want your kid to stay yet. It's called a sleep under, where you pick your kid up right before bedtime, which I think is okay, but that's also a fake like thing. Kind of sad. That's not a real thing. But that's. The whole sleepover thing is let's see how long we can stay up for. Yeah. Yeah. Let's play video games. Let's we're up right. when the parents are sleeping. Yeah, dude. Who can drink the most Mountain Dew? Who's gonna see the sun? Yeah. Who's gonna play a Bionic Commando or something? Like, there's always were any of you guys the kid that called that like chickened out and called their parents that got homesick? Oh, every time. You were? No, I never. No, I never. There's always one kid that like he tried and tried and tried and he'd always. End up calling his mom to come. So get cute. I, I I mean, well. Oh, well into far years, into oh. like junior high, maybe even high school. Uh, we've had kids stay over at our house. They would call their parents, and yeah. or we had one kid come up to our bedroom. Oh, really? Like he was scared? Yeah. We, she. Oh. We did too. We had a kid come up to our bedroom and knock on the door. <laughs> say, call my mom. Oh. I go, oh god, get the hell out of here! It's <laughs> it's two o'clock no. in the morning. Gotta call your mother. I'm pretty sure I remember that because you came in and you said I called it. I knew that would happen. I knew that would happen. That's so sweet, though. <laughs> Did you call? My wife called. What a brave kid! I would like. I would have never. What? That's the opposite of brave. No, brave kid. They go. <laughs> that's the opposite of. That's the opposite uh, of brave. I think that's it's good. sweet. Oh yeah, to go to a, to go to your friend's parents' closed bedroom. Oh yeah, terrifying. At two o'clock in the morning, a knock. Yeah. And you're not you're not brave enough to stay in that basement. I remember one of the first sleepovers I had in grade school. My friend Samantha's, I, I her mom was a doctor, or is a doctor, and I sleptwalked into her mom and dad's room, and I started kicking their footboard and saying, I can't open the door, and her, mo- her mom, who's a doctor, knew not to wake me up and, like, walked me back to the room and then, like, told my mom the next day that, hey, she sleepwalks, and this happened, and I was, like, mortified. I was probably nine years old. Oh, some of this... Last night's story is it's starting, starting to come to, to life yeah. a little bit. Okay, so back to this situation with the with this parent. Uh, they said, I've never heard of such a thing. I clearly do not want this woman that I do not know sleeping in my guest room. I get that, yeah. But my son really wants her kid to stay over. So I'm considering it. Have you ever heard of this? No, this is odd. This is odd. And it's a hard no if this was a situation. Yeah. Absolutely not. That family's not ready for the sleepover experience yet. Hmm. Yeah, and that's okay. also I think you gotta, you know, for security purpose stuff, you gotta see like is she attractive? <laughs> Are you gonna start dating the mom? Because <laughs> yeah. that'd be what? important. That's very important. How hot is this. the mom? Is she the guy, yeah, the dad mom. is really advocating for it while the mom is resistant. The dad's like, well, you know, she loves her kid. You know, she's like thirty six. Okay, so the mom goes. The mom goes to that. Can you believe that? You know, this kid's mom. All right, let me see a picture of the mom. Uh, is she blonde? No thanks. Come on over. Is it Diana? <laughs> well, you seem really excited about that, Paul. It's odd. The kid's not staying over. The one with the yoga pants? <laughs> yeah, nobody, no weirdo is going to sleep in my guest room. No. I feel bad for the kid. Me too. Because that's like nightmare. Your worst nightmare is like your parents <laughs> embarrassing yeah. you. And your mom asking to come to a sleepover is pretty much top of the in, four, in fourth grade, though, I feel like fourth graders aren't aren't May really aren't really aware of that yet. Yeah, the mortification. Dude, I don't know, man. Grade. Ten-year-olds are smarter than you're giving them credit for. In this day, I would not want at ten years old 
I'm thinking back to my 10 year old self. I would not, if Jackie was like, I'm coming with you. I'd have been like, well, we ain't going. <laughs> There's zero percent chance. Pick me up at eight. Yeah, so I'll sleep <laughs> yeah, under the house is what I'll do. Pick me up at eight. We were going to have fun and mom's going to be there. You know, that's the kind of the beauty of the sleepover is you get away with different right. things. There's new rules. New rules. That's right. Mm-hmm. Now, when you went over to somebody else's house, did anybody have any weird rules? Yeah, all oh, of them I'm did. sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, it, it, as soon as you run into a house that doesn't have the... Same parameters as yours. It's weird. Rian, you're just like, well, why would your mom do that? My buddy's house, Rian. It's a, so. My dad was dating Rhiannon's mom, and when we would stay at her house, which was rare, she had this, and she still does this really cool house that had antiques and like crafts everywhere. And we weren't allowed to leave Rhiannon's room and like explore the house. Like at my houses, we could like hang out in the beauty shop or anywhere you want. You could go in any room. And at her house, we weren't allowed to go and play with anything. Oh, yeah. like, and so you're not allowed in the West Wing. Yeah, no, my, my like <laughs> my buddy room, like my buddy Chris's oh. house. Yeah, it was a split level. Um, and it was straight to the basement. Like, get out. Don't even think about going upstairs. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like that front door. There's the up going on upstairs and going right, to the downstairs. Right, right. You went right downstairs. Yep. Yep. My buddy Brett's house was like your home, where as soon as he came in the front door, shoes had to be off. And uh, and I remember sometimes we didn't want to take our shoes off for some reason, so we would crawl down his hallway to his bedroom with the shoes on. Yeah. And up. Yeah, man. It made no sense, but I, we just wanted to keep our too. shoes on. The only rule that I remember right. uh, being bummed about was uh, at my best friend's house who had a mini bike. Guys, it's elementary school. It's kindergarten, first grade, second grade. This kid had a mini bike Tight. that I wasn't allowed to touch. Oh. oh. But, boy, I sure did watch him every single day. Oh, so he right. went up and down the road oh, on the mini bike and, it, it, was, and you weren't allowed to? Because the bike was too big? Not even, <laughs> not even the road. Like, he had this huge backyard that backed up to a church with a, a whole big Parking field. Lot, yeah. So he's just all... Why weren't you allowed on the mini bike? Such a bummer. Safety, I'm assuming. I probably wouldn't allow my kids' friends to, to ride that thing either. Sure. I'm not blaming for it. I'm just saying it was a, it was a rough one. Okay, to this but, day, but, I still haven't touched the mini bike. Okay. Man, it was the coolest thing on earth, though. All right, so you know, <laughs> at the farm, you know, my son's got a dirt bike. Yeah, he brings friends up there. You don't know what happens. Cool dad, he looks the other way. Oh, cool dad! Whoa. Uh, <laughs> cool dad. Hey, can we take the dirt bike out? Oh. Does uh, Matthew know how to ride? I don't know. All right, put a helmet on. Put See helmet. you later. That's yeah. the right thing to do. Yeah. No, I mean, even if the parents weren't home, I'd be like, "Hey, you want to?" But check out the mini bike. You want to, you want to play with the mini bike? You know, get that Honda moving. Yeah. Sure, you can go out and prime it up. See ya, and he'd be gone. What a dick! I had a dirt bike, and I would put. We didn't have helmets, and I would put my girlfriends on the back. Like I remember one time, again, another story with Rian and my little Honda dirt bike. My dad gave it to me, and we were at my grandma's house, and I was like, "All right, Danielle, Rian, and everybody, get on the back." Had like a banana, you know, a big old bench seat, and so I'm. I had, I'm rolling three deep on this little ass thing, and we go and we ramp up on this big old dirt pile. Bike goes vertical, and then the bike, we all fell on Danielle. All of it. Like, it was mm. like it went up in the air, and then all yeah, the girls, I, oh. and then the bike on me, and it was great. That's great. Yeah, you, you should, gotta have those experiences. I spent three fourths of my childhood getting my story straight, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how it used to be. Yeah. Like, all right, here's what happened Tom fell. We were nowhere in the vicinity. <laughs> we weren't on the roof trying to catch a frisbee. Tom just fell, 
he fell on the rocks. He landed weird, and that's why the bone is sticking out through the skin. All right, everybody got the story. Tom, so you good with that? <laughs> <laughs> Tom, oh, don't blow Tom this for us. A lot of blood. Do not blow this for us, dude. Do we just go over it one more time? Right. You know what was weird about being a kid too is like Moon said this, and it made me think like that first time when you're so you're like it is part of like your social development. When you first go to, because you, your your world's so small when you're a kid, right. you think the rules at your house are the rules are everywhere. normal. Yeah, you, you think this is this normal is, this everywhere. Is the world I standard. remember being like, we didn't have a big enough house to have like a room you couldn't go in. We we needed all the rooms. Yeah. Then I would go to a friend's house and be like, oh, don't that's that room. No one sits on that furniture. The mom, my friend's mom, would vacuum the her red, <laughs> pinkish, flush shag carpeting a certain way so the lines went a certain yeah. way. If there's a footprint in there, she'll send you home. Oh my she gosh. will make you go home. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, you guys got a room that you just look at. That's crazy. To we me. had a room like that, too. I believe it. I can see Roseanne rolling like that. That's cool. And I think we had lines in the carpet, too. I believe it. It's like and a we, had a couch, we had a white friend. couch that you couldn't sit it on. It was for, it was a show. It was like the, usually the door, the front door came in. Yeah. So if someone came to the door, it would look like your house was immaculate. And then behind it, all the chaos mm-hmm. of the rooms that were lived in. And then my house was very strict. There was about, a gate. Like it, ah! it came with the house, like when we bought. When, oh, it went like a doggy gate. No, it was like a, like a, like metal gates. Wow. That opened. Wow. You know those rules. White metal gates. Dude, you those... were like on the lower level of the Titanic. Yes, <laughs> those rules made a lot of sense, man. Because I tell you, we don't have those kind of rules. And every time there's a sleepover, one kid or, or six kids, it's a it's a tornado. It's a, a bomb went off in the place. Yeah. Because yeah. these kids are just reckless, wild. And I'm not even talking about I'm not talking about the friends. I'm talking about my kids. My oh. kids on sleepovers, <laughs> they're like, oh, this is this is the cool house. Let's yeah. just do whatever. Oh, yeah, dude. Now, and the next house, day I'm cleaning up after everyone. They stay in the basement. They stay in the basement. Uh, also, they don't want to be around the dogs. Like, the oh. dogs go nuts when the kids drop on the second floor. Well, there was, I just remember being mind blown, too. Like, we were, you know, we didn't have a lot of money and food was really, money was tight and food. We had really strict rules around food. Like, you didn't just go to our fridge and eat when you wanted I thought that was normal, but that was kind of abnormal to other people. Like, you had to be like, hey, can I go make a sandwich? You didn't just get to go make food. So then when I stayed at my friend's house, we had no bedtime, and he's like, let's make some burritos. I'm like, it's 1 a.m. You can't just go make a burrito. <laughs> How are you goes, supposed to ask? the hell are you talking about? And he's like, he opened like a deep freeze full of El Monterey burritos, dude. It might as well have been like the briefcase in Pulp Fiction when he opened it up. Like a, <laughs> a, a golden song. glow hit us. And I was like, I go, how many? And he goes, as many as we want. <laughs> and I'm like, this is crazy. Were those in the plastic wrappers? Living on the They were just like a big, they'd come in like a 10-pack. And you just like put them on a plate. They'd be scalding hot. And the middle would be ice cold. And it didn't matter because you were a kid and you were eating a burrito at 1 o'clock in the morning without so adult cool. supervision. It was like the greatest yeah. moment of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, people on social media are uh, are posting these bizarre house rules they experience when staying at somebody else's house when they were a kid, which that was funny. So somebody said, so again, this is you going to somebody's house and their bizarre house rules because everything you know at your house you thought was normal. Mm-hmm. Someone said they had a they had to take a bath at a friend's house one time and discovered they had a rule where they reused bath water, yeah. apparently to conserve money or water. There were there were five kids living in the house. And the person says they had to use the water that had already been used (laughs) once or more, and they're still bothered by it. Yep, that happened to me once. What? (laughs) I didn't believe this. Dude, it it definitely did, and it it was with my 
one of my closest friends, but they <laughs> were dirt poor. And um, and they had just moved up to the north part of Springfield, yeah. so we went up there, and they ran a bath, and since we were the older ones, we got I, I had to go last. And what? It was so gross, and it was like cold water and yellow. And First just, of all, taking a bath at a friend's house. <laughs> Well, they're kind of like on there. it was almost family. My mom half raised him; like he he was at our house. I wouldn't take a bath at family's house either. I don't take a bath at my own house because no. I think it's disgusting. <laughs> I had a guy; it was awful. I had a grown adult sleep over and take a bath at my house, and it bothered me so much I made him leave. Like he asked, "Can I take a bath?" Yeah, I worked at Lori's place, and he was play, he was a, like a local band guy, and he got drunk, and I was bartending, and he was like, he was like a band that played there often. And he's like, man, I'm kind of messed up. I can't drive home. I'm like, bro, you can just crash on my couch. No big deal. And then I wake up the next day and I go to the bathroom and the floor's all wet. There's like towels. And I go in there and he's laying on the couch and his hair's wet. And I go, hey, man, what happened in the bathroom? Is everything okay? He goes, oh, yeah, sorry, man. I, I woke up and I didn't feel good, so I took a bath. And I go, well, you know there's a shower, right? <laughs> And he goes, yeah, I just, I felt like taking a bath. And I was like, so weird. like you bathed in my house? And I was what? just like, do me a favor, man. Get your stuff and get the hell out of my house. <laughs> Did you light some candles, man? Why you stuck your balls on the bottom of my tub? Did you? Why is that weird, good... though? Why well, I don't know, but it's just it? weird. It's weird no, to it me is, that you chose. It's 100% weird. No, it's weird. Thank you. Is that a hangover fix? Does that help? I don't care. It's weird. It's too weird. You chose a bath over a shower in another grown man's house. Get the hell out. Also, like, how did he know that that was the bathtub? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because you have a designated tub in the house that is, like, the bathtub, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you're not just willy-nilly in it. The only tub. Right. Sometimes. Like, at my old house, I had two tubs. And one was just, I'm going to only take a shower in this tub. And then the other one was the bathtub. Huh. You guys don't have that? Never mind. Well, in the kids' bathroom, we have one bathroom. walk-in you know, shower bath thing, right? But which do, is a tub. But do people predominantly take showers in there, or they bath? always take showers in there? Yeah. Hey Riz, you're welcome to take a bath in my tub. <laughs> yeah. So they really, you got to really get into yes. into old Dude. used yeah. bath water. Yeah, it's and why he had, I think it was like four brothers or something. It was and just, the, oh, oh, dude. If I remember right, he had four uh, brothers. My, my buddy Bobby Jaycox, who's been in and done the show before, his dad's a fireman in High Ridge, and he talks about this on stage a little bit but he's it's like when i was he goes it bothers me when i was a kid they did that and he's like and it went from parents to kids so he's like oh, oh my dad get off the firehouse 24 hours around a bunch of stinky guys eating chili and he'd take a bath and then my mom would take a bath and wash all her lady parts he goes and then <laughs> let's put the child with their imagination and toys in the dirty bath he's like the only person that's gonna go under Oh. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm gonna just ask you a question. Nice. Like, like, yeah, gross. How much does it cost to fill up a bathtub with water? I don't know. I mean, pennies. Mm. Like, maybe it's the, the heat. How like, much does an average bath water? cost? How much? Is it the hot water? I mean, I don't, I don't know. My gas bill last month was. Yeah, I, I think know. that is a a learned behavior. I think that's like someone grew up in a house like that. And it's the thing normal. we're talking about. We're like, that's that's normal. That's, that's what normal. families do. Like depression era, like yeah. depression yeah. era uh, stuff passed down. That's where the don't throw the baby out with the bathwater saying came from. Because the baby would always bathe the last, right? Yeah. Gross. Really? Poor people. Poor baby. Uh, all right. So another rule uh, that people are talking about, bizarre house rules. The internet had to be off at 8 o'clock because, quote, all the good websites shut off. And the only websites left were bad. Naughty. Yes, they were. 
Oh, Hello, chat rooms yeah. of the 90s. Oh, my girlfriends and I had a blast. We were like acting like we were older well, than we were. I'm just going to say that. Yo, all you know of what? You. What was your handle? I don't remember, but. That does seem like it could be like a late 90s, early 2000s thing. Yeah, it was the Wild yeah. West. AOL. They might have had AOL minutes that they were just trying to save, dude. Mm-hmm. We went into all sorts or, of dirty chats as kids. How the old? perception like was, the perception was, you know, after 8 o'clock, it was naughty time on the internet. It was. All the creeps came out. Oh, one of our friends, uh, no TV after 9. So she would come in and make sure the TV was off at 9. And then as soon as she would mm. walk out, we'd turn it back turn on. Because Mama's family was on. So uh, Mama's family. Somebody said the father, <laughs> used to turn on, the father used to turn the Wi-Fi off at 9 o'clock every night like a light switch. So it wasn't, quote, wasted. Cool. <laughs> hey, back to the baths. Do you guys take baths? I do. You do? Almost okay. every day, yeah. No. You guys don't. Yeah, right, right, right. My wife takes a bath almost every day, and for me, like if, if I didn't, my wife, my wife does here's, frequently. If I went with the, when the when the time came for me to not need entertainment to be enticed to wash myself, it was stand, shower, get out. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm. you know what I mean. Like baths were, were only because it was like a hey, we need we need to put toys in this thing to have this kid right. clean himself. Mm. So, uh, <laughs> oh no, with my wife, and I'm sure it's like with you, Lauren. It's like essential oils you yep. put in there, bubbles, Epsom salt. I got my oh, yeah, phone set up. I out. got my TV show. This um, thing's going on. She's reading. Tony Montana books. Books being read. I've had a ton yeah. of back pain recently, and I uh, and I and I've been taking baths or, or trying to, and I still I just don't. I, you don't I like it. I, I I mean I, I just feel like bubbles it's a, and stuff. Uh, I put some salts in bubbles. I put some salt in it. Put some and, bubbles and in there. See how you feel. I'm, I'm just. I find myself sitting there going, "What a colossal waste of time!" Oh, like no I could be way. doing so many things. Uh, another rule: uh, kids were not allowed inside during the day. I think I was at a house. My buddy had a house like that. Kids not allowed inside during the day. Yep. Um, and actually, this person yeah. said when when they visited, if it was mealtime, the mother would just hand the plates out the window. <laughs> Wow. Dude, that was Joanne in my life. She was, was like, don't come in my house. Yeah, dude, that was my house. Outside. We did that, but it was self-imposed. There was nothing to do in there. I didn't want to be in there. So dude, when the friends were like, let's go inside, I'm like, no. We really didn't go inside my house either. My mom didn't give a F, dude. Like, summertime, when her stories came on, all my children, noon, you're done. Yep. You ain't coming. You, if you had to poop... You had to become a cagey Southern lawyer and talk your way into the house. Like, ma'am, I must, I, I object. Ma'am, I must insist you let me step into your parlor to relieve myself. And she'd be like, go out in the woods. Who cares? It's like, honestly, they had it wrong in the 80s and 90s. It, it wasn't a candy van. If someone had a toilet in the van, they'd have gotten half my neighborhood. Because <laughs> they'd be like, a bunch of kids had to poop. If it was raining. We were at the park huddled under a when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's been uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay, out on the deck yesterday. Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy, or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there. Uh, you're gonna get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was it was in disrepair, and the Colchesterville fence deck we did a, a complete teardown. And then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence Deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, 
quality and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the Red Star this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? It's been uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved into our house, uh, the deck was... It was in disrepair. And the Colchester Fence deck, we did a, a complete teardown. And then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence Deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the Red Star this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Pavilion, just a bunch of cold oh. kids trying to stay out of the rain. It all had to poop because no one's parents were letting them in the house. Yeah, we right? always had asked permission to go into somebody's house. Always. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, all right, uh, hey, can we go into your house? Let me ask my mom. Right. Such a weird can you even thing. imagine a kid thinking they need to ask permission but, today? Uh, first of now all, I turn around, there's like 15 kids yeah. in my house. No, oh, see, yeah. I, I, I will say that every one of my kids' friends, uh, neighborhood, well, you know, not, not not so much the girls. The older girls, they'll just come in, and all of a sudden there's extra people in the house. But, like, the neighborhood boys, the, especially the young ones, they will not come in the front door unless they are, like, asked to. Like, they'll stand there awkwardly. I'm like, guys, come in. What are you, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, we're just making sure. Like, uh, like a kid, vampire, uh, they need to be invited in. Kids yeah. have some, there's some kids out there with some great manners. Like, it's it's happening. Hmm. All my son's friends, they're, they all But it was like, the law that you asked your mom... Can yeah, and he, Moon he come in? Can we? Hey, can we come in to go to the basement? Yeah, he does. I wonder. Yes, they're pretty good. That was almost it. the standard. I thought. Yeah, kinda. I did too. Like in the nineties. Dude, my sure. mom. My mom did have a TV rule. I forgot. L.A. Law. Whenever that came on, was yeah. it eight o'clock or nine o'clock? You were not allowed to be in the living room. Yeah, that's her. Because <laughs> Mama her was Corbin Burnson was doing something. <laughs> yeah, <Mama>. dude. Oh. <laughs> oh. Roger Dorn. We did this thing called uh, um, hallway soccer. We had like, you know those Nerf balls, but they weren't Nerf balls. They were like foam balls. Mm -hmm. It was like before Nerf really like took the the market. There's always a chunk of it missing. Always. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She would like bring those home from, from school or something, you know, from the gym class or something. And we'd, we'd be playing with those in the hallway, making up games or or like a tape tape ball hockey on the kitchen floor. Yep. Like trying to do those kind of things. And then as soon as L.A. Law's like intro music, we... Clark and I are both just like, well, okay, mm. I guess the game's over. I'll see you later. Uh, Gotta go before we get yelled at. Yep. One person said that in middle school, they went to a sleepover and got into trouble for taking their shoes off when they entered the house. The family had a strict shoes on. Weird. Wow. All mm. the time rule, except when sleeping. Ooh, never heard that. Except when we sleeping. Love stinkers off the carpet. I kind of respect that a little bit. A woman says <laughs> that she slept over at a friend's house when she was 14, and her friend's mom would confiscate her phone at the door. Even though her dad had given the phone to her for safety. Wow, that's that's weird. Like, why? Probably the same reason to keep him off the internet. Like, some parent that's just like, ah, 
You're not going to be omegling on your yeah. phone with my kid. Yeah. One person said they were uh, eating lunch during a play date, and it was tomato soup and crackers. Yummy. They grabbed some crackers, crushed them with their hands over the bowl. The mom says, oh, we don't do that around here. <laughs> <laughs> this is a no-crushed cracker. Huh? Why'd you give me crackers? Wow. Ooh, we don't. She said they placed the crackers in the soup and then crushed them with their spoon. Fancy. Oh, just so they don't get crumbs thing. everywhere? We oh. don't. Uh, 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 a manners. We thing. don't crumble crackers around mm-hmm. here. That's a that's we don't a hard bear hand crackers. That's, that's a hard and fast rule. I wonder, like, because I'm not a parent, and I don't think I'm ever going to be a parent. But I often wonder what kind of parent I would be, because I am a neat freak, but I'm also like fun aunt. So I'm kind like I don't know what I would do. Like if I had a child and like they had kids over, like I don't know if I'd be strict or if I'd be loose. Here's what it is in my house: the kids destroy the place, um, and then when they leave, I bitch. Mm-hmm. And then I complained that the kid didn't help clean up. I yep. said, what kind of house was he raised in? His parents must be awful. <laughs> Sounds and this great. Is like I, use, I go through a couple stages. Yeah, yeah, that's my routine, too. I go through a couple stages of, was this kid an animal? Right. Oh, you mean somebody else's kid? Well, yeah. I, like I so about my kids. No, no. So if, they're, if they have people over and yeah. they destroy the basement, I usually let them do their thing. I don't go down there unless somebody's bleeding or whatever. Right, right, yeah. right. Even then, I, I'm like, uh, wife. You know me and blood. Um, you don't like blood. You can't look at blood. Nah, I'm not. A, he only wanders downstairs to. He's like, "Don't mind me, kids. I'm just polishing my uh, Missouri Broadcaster Award here." Yeah. On the wall. yeah. Like, Dad. <laughs> so, so after after the kids leave, I'll walk downstairs to quote assess the damage. <laughs> and if it's still a wreck, I'll go. The kid didn't help clean up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but don't you put that on your kids? Yeah, it's everybody. Everybody's in trouble. I always no, no, had to help. My, my kids are not only somewhat in trouble, and and it's disappointing that they didn't clean up or do their part. But it's also like it's their job to be the captain of the moment and say, "Hey, you got to you got to help me. We got to we got to clean this up." You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, I, now the kids are now it's just wrappers and and soda cans and stuff like that. It's yeah, not yes. like it's not so much toys. But like I mean, if you know, we were taught that if you went to a, a friend's house and they gave you a pillow and a blanket. You like you fold, fold you fold the pillow or you fold the blanket put put it on the pillow make make it all look nice you know what I mean like you gotta gotta legit like clean up after yourself yeah and that does not happen and my I, friends and that's my I, kids fault I remember my friend's mom thinking it was weird because I would when we would get done eating we'd have to go we took our plate into the kitchen and washed it off and like put it, you know what I mean like rinsed yeah, it, right, put it right, in the right. sink. we didn't wait for someone to clear our table my mom didn't like clear the table we each kid had to do it and just like. You get conditioned to that, and I think I did it at like a friend's house when we sat down and had dinner. And yeah, like, where are you going? And I'm just like, I'm I'm done. I'm putting my plate in this. <laughs> They're probably like this weird ass kid. He's never coming back over here. I had a repressed memory pop up while we were talking about this. I remember there was one. Did this ever happened to you guys? There was one kid's parents who like made us hug and kiss him goodnight. What? The, what? No. Not like on the lips, but like no. they hug their kids and like be like goodnight, sleep tight. They're like, and they would of, hug you too. Yeah. Oh, I feel like wow. that was normal for me too. Oh, like I would get oh no. no! But it wasn't no. weird. It was like, oh no, oh, that's this is weird. so nice. No, that's like I, fe- I, I think I they were meaning it that way. But I remember as a kid being like, "Hey, uh, I'm cool hugging your Belinda, but I ain't trying to hug and kiss Terry goodnight." <laughs> like the mom no didn't way. feel as weird as the dad, and it's not fair to the dad because it was just as weird that the mom was doing it. 
But it was just like, uh, they were a religious family. And I was just remember being like, I went in Rome, I guess. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's weird. Uh, okay, I could Nothing see, weird, nothing I nefarious. See, I could see the mom that's fine with the mom, who's a nice... Yeah. Yeah, your buddy's mom. Yeah, is it weird that my buddy's uncle used to do that to us? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he didn't live there. Would just show up yeah. knowing you had a sleepover. Yeah. Hey, hey, kids, Scott's here. He'd knock on the window after everybody else was asleep. Uh, he was a fun guy. <laughs> uncle Stan's here for his hug. It's, Damn, the okay. it's standard. <laughs> this is the hugging window. <laughs> Says it right here on the back of this Coors Light box. Uh, Riz, do you find yourself having conversations with the kids about manners at the table? And it always happens. It happens. Probably once a month, we'll have I'll have a discussion. Be like, "Hey, man, you got to do this," and then they go, "Yeah, I, I usually do that." Why does it matter? And every time, same answer. Because it matters. Same well, f- for us. It's, it's same a reflection like, on me. Yeah, I go. Well, it matters because I need to know that it's a habit for you. So when you go to somebody's house, you don't embarrass the entire family. Yeah, right. That's true. That's true. Every what you month. do when you leave this house is a direct re- reflection on me. Yeah, like, like, it Absolutely. should be printed on a card and we just slide it over because it ha- it's the same conversation once a month. That's your first lesson in empathy. We have high standards here at the Riz household. Yeah. Mm. And when you leave, yeah. I expect the same high standards. I want right. to make sure that your friend's parents aren't talking about you, you being the Hoosier of the neighborhood. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Hey. Back to hugs. Okay. Okay. I, again, I understand hugging mom. I thought we were all just pressing it together there for a second. The fact that the dad, we'll call him Terry. <laughs> Big Terry. Would agree, would do that. I don't know, Is man. really strange. <laughs> Dude, I, they were good people. You know, it was like one of those houses where they'd wake you up, make you go to church with them the next day. Which was kind of like, I'll be honest... It's kind of a non-plus. I mean, I can't. My, my son's got a got a buddy Eli who lives up the street. He's at the house all the time. Uh-huh. I can't imagine hugging Eli. Right. Yeah. Can I, buddy? It's different times. What? It thought wasn't that long ago. I again, and I we've talked about this before. I'm not hugging kids that I don't know. Um, nah. But as a child, in the circle I was running around in, the parents who gave me hugs at night, I felt very loved, and I was not. I did nothing weird ever. I think happened with same that. i think there's a lot for me it's like if it had been like parents friends that i was like around all the time if it was like a because we had friends like pam and harry and that were like friends of my parents that like were like secondary aunts and uncles mm-hmm. and parents to me that would not have been weird right these were a friend i made moved to town stayed on his house for the first time Periphery. parents didn't really know each other yeah uh and then at night he had like four sisters and it was just lined the kids up Give them all a hug and a kiss goodnight. Tell them to like say their prayers and, and brush their teeth. And I I just got rolled in. What about that? Did you ever have a friend that had like a cute sister where you're like, oh, God, I'm going over to so-and-so's house oh, and yeah. his hot yeah. sister's there? My cousin Josh had the cutest friends. And so whenever I would stay over at my cousin's house and his buddy Kyle would come over, it was like the best. Back to you. Yeah. No, I had a buddy like that who had a hot sister. And what, did you try to stay over at their house more often because you were, like, in love with the sister? No, I'm not a creep. Oh. <laughs> I was a little creepy. Uh, no, I'm, like, not, I'm not a creep. I do find this, that if, uh, you know, uh, a, a one of my kids, if their friend stays over for a dinner, I don't know if you notice this, Moon. Hey, could a so-and-so stay over for dinner? Sure. I don't care. Set a plate for them. They never eat anything. Yeah. Like, I'll make a little extra, and yeah. they never eat. Yeah, and I always say, I always ask um, not the kid, but I'll ask my my kid, like, hey, um, 
so-and-so not like this type of food or uh, is there restrictions we don't know of? And they always say the same thing. No, she just never eats. Yeah, that's that's the standard answer. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, but that's not true. Never eats. Like, that kid's got some meat on his bones. I know he eats. <laughs> Maybe they don't like your food. How do they not like my Maybe food? Maybe have better food at your house, <laughs> Mr. Rizzo. Are you out of your mind? What are you serving? And by the way, I'm not I'm not catering to this kid. Here's what we're eating. How could they not like my food? <laughs> Here's what we're eating. I don't make anything weird. That was the worst when you went to somebody's house and you hated the food that the parents, and they're like, they eat it, like you have and an why? entirely different diet. Get in here and eat this brown schwager, child. I was raised We've, on Hot Pockets and yeah, exactly. TV dinners and I think at that's my what's house. Happening. We've had one kid admit it. We had one kid say, I, I'm just a picky eater. It's not your fault. Yeah. Good. One kid ever. Okay, so. In 25 Moon, years of raising children, one kid. Let's say we're 10 years old. Ask me for ask me to stay over for dinner. Can I stay over for dinner, Mr. No, Rizzuto? No, no, you ask me. Say, hey, oh. this is, we're buddies. We're buddies. We're buddies. Like, hey, hey, Scotty. Yeah, yeah. Can Watch, I, go, I want to come ask, over. No, no, ask me, ask me to stay over at your house. <sighs> God, dude, you're so forceful. With our friendship, this is how it always is. If you want to play kickball, we're playing kickball. Thanks for asking me for dinner. What are you guys eating? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My my mom's uh, fresh-made lasagna. Oh, lasagna. I love lasagna. Okay. Yeah, tight. My dad's going to open some old Vietnam-era sea rations, (laughs) and we're all going to see if they've gone spoiled or not. (laughs) Nah, I think always I'll go play home, buddy. You want to play, Scott. It's too late. He's behind you. <laughs> and you, he's, he's in the middle a of a flashback. Were you that friend, by the way, that always, like, bossed the other friend into doing whatever? Like, uh, eventually they just go, hey, Scott, do you want to go to the mall? What do you want to do? What are we doing today, Scott? Right. What, being a, a manipulator? No, it's, a manipulator? Yeah, I mean, at, boss the, kid. at the roots. But, you know, like, who was the decision maker in your group of friends when it came to, like, what are we going to do? Uh, the neighborhood kids, me, uh, but like my high school friends, I don't know. It's kind of it was kind of democracy. There was no real hierarchy. Oh, okay. I, I think there was definitely one kid in the group, scouts and all that kind of stuff. That it was like you knew if he was there and you weren't going to do what he wanted to do, right. he was going to make your life miserable. I was, was Rian, I was the alpha. I was the alpha in my neighborhood. Yeah, in my neighborhood, I was the the alpha in the neighborhood. I was the organizer. I got the sports together. You made the phone calls. I made the start of the phone call chain. <laughs> uh, here's whose house we're going to go over today. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. What do you say to this plan, eh? Yeah. Right. Hey, Rizzuto's you know, got a plan. He wants to go to the baseball card shop. Um, okay. But then, you know, once, you know, girls come into the picture. and We mess yeah. everything up, don't everything, we? Everything, yeah, everything's all messed up. <laughs> Thanks, girls. All right, teamers, remember the day is brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill, St. Louis' home for Blues Hockey from Collinsville, Illinois. Amanda Butera is out. Amanda has been a longtime listener of both the Riz Show and The Point since the beginning and listens to the gang every morning. Loves catching up with the show via the YouTube page, and uh, she loves the additions of both Learn and Rafe to the show. You're sweet. Loves Craigslist Freak of the Week, and her morning is never complete without the wrist show. Well, thank you, Amanda. Amanda Patera from Collinsville, Illinois, is our Team Rose member of the day. Get the super sweet Team Rose member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, Riz here for locally owned and family owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers in business since 1976, and their team of 600 plus expert tire and automotive service techs who live in the communities where they work. Now, the team at Dobbs stands ready to service whatever vehicle you drive, your car, your light truck, your van, your SUV, your hybrid, and EV to help you choose the tires you want and need sold at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. 
Make sure to check out Dobbs' money-saving New Year January deals on tires and service at go2dobbs.com and drive into any of Dobbs' 43 convenience store locations for service and savings today. Happy 2024 from your friends at Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Hello, Riz Show podcasters. Yes, it's wintertime. Yes, it's cold. Yes, it's snowy. Yes, it's miserable. Let's start thinking about springtime. What's the condition of your deck? You need a new deck? How about a great deck? Are you jealous of your neighbor's deck? How about calling up Chesterfield Fence and Deck and uh, you know getting on the schedule to have a brand new deck for your backyard? You will be the envy of your neighborhood. They've been around for over 55 years now. Fences, decks, custom sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, retaining walls, and more. They're a company you can trust with your home. Uh, I've had them at my house. They gave me a new deck, got a new fence. Everything is amazing. And the accolades are just tremendous. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, Better Business Bureau Torchwood winner, SBA family-owned small business of the year. Uh, all the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. Comprehensive material warranties are also provided. They offer the best exclusive warranties in the industry. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Adam Sandler, and uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, my Jew friend, uh, Rizzuto. You're listening to The Rizzuto Show, and, uh, and, and uh, happy Hanukkah there, Riz. Shibby doo. Hi, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Culture Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The socials at R-I-Z-Z. Show your emails. Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. Match up with Boone happening in just a little bit, but a twist today. I'm not playing. Learn's playing and Rafe's playing. This might be disastrous today. Oh, she had the squid dream. It's all good. It's all going to be a lot tougher than normal, so I do apologize up front. All right. How dare you, Scott? We'll we'll see how you guys do. (laughs) Uh, Also, we'll talk to Chris Kerber, talk some blues hockey. I got uh, Channel 2 on on here in the studio. I guess the boathouse is... The boathouse at Forest Park is now doing breakfast. Looks pretty good. I love the boathouse. Paddle boats. I've been there. Have you ever eaten there? I have. Before it was the barbecue place, too. Right? Because isn't it Sugar Fire? Is that what it is now there? I don't know. Wow. No, what? I think it's. I think this that's its own thing. House. Oh. It was just a boathouse for a long time. It was a good date. It was a good date. It was a good date spot. Like, to, to eat? Days. Yeah, just like a good first date. There's like, it's it's kind of a cool, it's different. You know, it's not the same old, same old out to dinner. And yeah, I feel like it's a good spot. Hey, you want to you want to take a paddle boat out? Yeah. Keep ducks. We go walk around Forest Park. Get the zoo right there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff to do. Snakes, cool. Right, that's right in front. So is Art Hill right there? Art Hill. Yeah, to the to the west left. of it. Yeah. Yeah, if you're, if you're at the boathouse, I don't know whatever way you're facing. No, the the hill to the left is the. Uh... The World's Fair Pavilion. Yeah, <clears throat> that's where the okay. art museum. You gotta is, go. You gotta go past the boathouse and then make a right, and that's the art museum. Well, the breakfast looks pretty freaking good. You wanna go to the boathouse after the show? Nah. Let's do it. Oh, now you know what I heard closed was Southern. Oh yeah, the chicken place. The chicken place, sure. next to Pappy's. Mm-hmm. Had it once. That's all right. Yeah, I thought it was good. Didn't Pappy own it? Wasn't uh, that his chicken place? It was place? attached to the place. I think they had their hand. 
Hmm. And, but it closed all of a sudden. All of a sudden, Southern's closed. <sighs> so that's that. that. That's it. Hey, speaking of the zoo, uh, this is making the, the rounds nationally. Uh, if you're looking for a unique and special gift for Valentine's Day, uh, St. Louis Zoo, offering the chance to adopt an armor tiger for Valentine's Day. Or is it A-M-U-R, Amur? Amur. Amur? Sounds... I don't know. know. You can adopt a tiger for Valentine's Day. Like you get to pet it? You also support support the care and feeding of the zoo's animals. So you get a a tiger plush toy, get a greeting card, personalized adoption certificate, color photo, and animal facts. Animal facts. Animal facts. You get the car decal. Yeah, you can do that with the gentle barn, too. You can uh, adopt or sponsor... The animals there. And Tim did that for me for a birthday gift one time. I got to sponsor Chico the cow for a year. And it helps with their care. And you get to act like you at the have zoo? a cow. No, no, no. This was at the gentle barn. Oh, I don't know what that is. Yo, I got to feed that tiger once. Coolest thing ever. The is thing it, is like, it a, a, like, a, a, a a moor? A I wonder if it means if it's Armor? Valentine's, I wonder if they're playing off of a moor. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Oh, maybe that's it. Amore. Uh, yeah. Amore. I got I to play with a bunch of baby tigers one time. And what? I what? know that it probably was not good. Because it was like the DuCoin State Fair. Uh-huh. It was like one of those traveling carnivals. Yeah. Man, it was fun, dude. So I hate admitting cute. it. Was Doc Antle there? And they were white tigers, too, dude. There was like six of them and then a couple little orange tigers, and you got to feed them out oh, of a bottle, and they I were just died. big enough that it was it kind of well, hurt when they clawed at you. Kind of a rip here. You don't get to play with the tiger. All right. Well, you get your name on the Zoo Parish <laughs> donor wall and zoo website for That's a year. Cool. You get to play with it once. Oh. Yeah. So for sixty bucks, oh, you also get uh, an invitation to the zoo parents picnic. The adoption package, sixty bucks. They'll send you all the stuff. I like that. I like anything with animals. You get to help them, so that's neat. Or you can do it in person if you go to the zoo. Fifty bucks. Go to stlzoo.org/valentine if you're if you're out of this. Oh, that's nice. What are you guys getting your chicks for? Uh... Nothing. <laughs> really. Yeah, right, Riz. Yeah, freaking right, Mr. Moitz Royce. Moitz Royce. My wife's birthday is the, the week before. Dang. Blah, blah. Yeah. So her birthday's on Man the 7th. Down. Man, down. he's been hit twice. Her birthday's on the 7th. The uh, Valentine's Day is the 14th. I got to knock it out of the park on the 7th. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Oh, and it's, oh, Sorry, it's 45, man. too. Oh. 40, this one's 45 a, B-Day? Yeah. Super important. <laughs> Is that an important one? It's Can't blow one. this. Yeah, that's I mean, it's closer one. to 50 than 40. It's a thing, man. Yeah, you got to get something good. Oh, my gosh. Good luck, bud. Everyone's important, <laughs> if you think about if it. If it's a five or a zero, right? It's bad, right? It's guys, it's bad. It's mm-hmm. bad. I got to... <laughs> A God, five? I got to figure this Lost out. That's a lot of good riz really? out there. A five? A five, is, a five is not important. Unless it's 25 because your insurance goes down. If after 25, there's no fives that matter. No, and I was thinking, I was thinking, man. I, the well, zeros I, are more important than the fives, but the fives do hold a higher weight than, yeah, than I, the I, other Yeah, I numbers. believe so. Hell so, no. So I was saying like, uh, I was saying to myself, ah, you know, I, we, we really didn't do much for my birthday, you know, my 45th. And I go, what, oh, no, we had a concert. We had a concert. I forgot. What yeah. the hell are you talking about? <laughs> uh, we, we designed an entire <laughs> of public event around it. We yeah, didn't do a whole lot. 3,000 people were there. Yeah. Want to go to Chili's, hon? <laughs> I popped out of a cake. <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot. Okay. Yeah. You had a fireball shot. It was awesome. Uh-huh. I really, in my head, I was like, I don't, we don't really, what do we do for my foot? Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, yeah, that was a pretty big deal. This is my last year of 30s. I'll be 39 in March. and so. Oh, I, so, oh man. Big one. I need to start having, talking to Tim. 
Well, I've already planned everything. Everything's oh, done. Oh, you've already planned out your 40th? No, yes, I haven't planned. No, not my. No, no, no. I'm turning 39. This isn't my 40th. No, I'm saying I got to start talking to Tim. About oh, your for 40th. next. Oh, that's right. We're gonna have a discotheque. This gonna be fun. Like a, a 70s like private event. She's not letting you. other people. Well, we've had this conversation around my. Like, oh, I've been saving for years. We gotta do something we cool. It. Well, and I said the same thing. I go, we'll talk to Tim and we'll start working this out and throw you a big surprise. She goes, no. <laughs> Oh, I already God. have ideas. Please. I'll give you a list of ideas that are acceptable to me, which I can, you know, respect. I, I I have a savings fund for my 40th birthday party that I've been saving for for a long time. It's gonna be open bars. It's my be- day, and it's gonna be what I want to do. Hell yeah, it is. Hell yeah. Did I do anything? For your no, 40th? you and I did nothing. You guys, you don't care about birthdays. I had a big 40th. I'm not birthday. even sure. Did Never you? at my house. Why do we had a magician? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was fun. That was great. Yeah, tables in the backyard. It was neat. We didn't uh, do that for me though, huh? Mm-mm. We didn't have anything. Did I have a cake here with the cowboy hat on it? Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Cool. That was okay. cool. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, we got you a cake that looked like you. Yeah, yeah. That's what? right. Yeah, it was neat. Did, could you eat the hat? Yeah, the whole thing was. Edible. I think I ate the that's whole thing. That's awesome. That's really yeah. cool. Was I out of town? Maybe on when I because it was a month after yours. I don't know. I don't know. Clearly, that was monumental in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I gotta figure this out. I love a birthday. I love everybody else's birthday, and I love my own. I yeah. mean, people that are like, "Ooh, I don't like birthdays." Like, whatever. Get over yourselves. Celebrate your life, fool. And by the way, back to this t- STL do tiger thing. I think that's great for the kids. Yeah, very. Cool. That's a cool. Yeah, that's a cool great, thing. Yeah. If you like, if you have a, a kid and you want to celebrate Valentine's Day, I don't know. We really don't do much on Valentine's Day, honestly. I get kids, flowers. Usually. It's a kids' holiday. I expect flowers. Okay. Walter. From from Scott? No. From Rizzuto? No, no, no. no. From you want Tim. flowers? No. Unless you all want to. That'd you be very flowers. sweet of you, but no. <laughs> all right, today This guy's is... over here planning your 40th a year and a half from now, but he's pissed if you're expecting flowers. <laughs> uh, today's uh, January 17th. Back in the day, 104 years ago, 1920, Prohibition officially begins. Americans were not allowed to booze freely for 13 years when the 18th Amendment was finally repealed. 95 years ago, 1929, Popeye the Sailor Man first appeared in a comic strip called Thimble Theater, created by Chester, Illinois' own E.C. Seeger. They got a museum there. And a statue. Mm -hmm. And I think the statue's got him pointing to the only place to eat in town, Subway. Is Chester, (laughs) Illinois, on the river? Yes, it is. Uh Okay, I was about to say, I'm hoping... I'm hoping there was water in the area. There is. For we Popeye pa- the Sailor Man to be, uh, you know, created by a landlocked oh, right. man. Yeah, yeah. Now we pass through there on the way to Shawnee all the time. It's a great little town. Skibbly-boo, skibbly-boo. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Give me all of them. <laughs> uh, 71 years ago, 1953, the Chevy Corvette was introduced at a car show at New York's Waldorf Astoria Hotel. The cost of the first production model vets were 3490 bucks. Dude, you know what I love? I love... Um, the you know like the style of car right now like a my buddies over at Fastlane we're talking about how like so, some of the cars like that we knew as classics like 40s and 50s it's not the same kind of market for them anymore because a lot of people that were into those they're not buying cars yeah, right yeah. now or they're you know passing away whatever and now the like the vintage cars that everybody's after <clears throat> are those box body trucks that I love in the 70s and there is a place right by my house that I pass all the time and they got like 11 of the most hated. Corvettes ever that I love. Those, yeah, 81 those early stingrays. 80s ones. Oh my God, I garbage. love them. No, look, they're look not up, garbage. <laughs> look up a 54 Corvette. Oh man. I love so those So 53, they were introduced. The 54 Corvette 
God, what a cool looking car. Very cool. Very cool. Those late those late fifties ones, I think. Man, look how cool those cars are. Damn. Dang. Like, these are the ones that look like they have little mouths. Mm. Yeah. Like, like they're yeah. kind of like, ooh. So in 53, <laughs> they're they making were, the face. They were only 300 <laughs> produced. Uh, that car would cost you upwards of 300 grand today. Yeah, look at this. 1981 Corvette Stingray. Give me a gold one with tops. Yeah, man, I don't like those. Oh, maybe not the, maybe not the 81s. Maybe I'm thinking of the late 70s. Well, hang, hang on. They got, I mean, there's a whole like row those. of them on the highway that I, every time I look, I'm just like, damn, dude. If I had that kind of money. Uh, 29 years ago today, in 1995, the Los Angeles Rams announced they were moving to St. Louis. Then we lost them again in 2016. 26 years ago, 1998, Dennis Rodman fined $25,000 and suspended indefinitely for kicking a cameraman right in the balls. You can tell me that's not a cool car. That is an awesome car. Yeah, I don't, oh, I don't love that. those. I don't love them. I'll just, be honest. Just <clears throat> enough room for me, myself, and one friend. Love that. That's, that's a cool-looking car. Anybody remember the video of uh, Rodman kicking the cameraman in the crotch? No. Oh, yeah. I just remember he was always in trouble. Yes. Fine, 25 Everything. grand by the league, suspended 11 games, which would cost him 1 million bucks. He also agreed to pay the guy 200 grand. And 16 years ago today in 2008, chess master Bobby Fischer dies at the age of 64. Damn. That's what happened back in the day. He kicked me in the nuts for 200K. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, I think so. I take that deal. I went to 1970, not the 1980. It's the 70s thing, Oh, that's cool. That's that's cool. Yeah, it's man. It's got some flair to that's it. That's what I mean. Like these awesome. little, it kind of looks like a, looks like a shark. Fender flares. Yeah, man, looks it's like a shark a coming at you. Yeah, those 54. are nice. Give me a convertible or the T-top one if they if they made that. Oh, oh relax. Hell. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. I love it, dude. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. And it's brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best. Flush the rest. Brighthouseco.com. 636-600-0188. Well, I was really excited yesterday. In fact, this might be the lineup where I do go to Coachella and go just do it. No Doubt is reuniting, as is a new chapter of Sublime at Coachella in Indio, California, the weekends of April 12th and 19th. I was really excited to see this last night. Um, I only have seen No Doubt once. It was in 2009 when they played the amphitheater. And that, I believe that was the last time they came to St. Louis. They haven't played together since, when, 2015? So Dude, this is big for No Doubt fans. They rip so... I've seen them a couple times. I was lucky we, enough to we see We played them. with them um, in 2000, like right before they split. And they were... Perfect. They were perfect. They were a perfect band. Yes. And it will be all over it. So Tony Canal, um, uh, Adrian, Adrian Young, Young uh, Gwen, obviously. Tom, 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 Tom Dumont. Dumont. Yes. Yeah, all of them. All of them. Perfect band. And I have some audio here. So Gwen and the guys, they all posted this video. And it's a really cute video that we'll put up on the blog. But here's just a little audio from the video yesterday of them deciding to get back together. Okay. Whoa. Wow. What's up, everybody? What are we doing here, guys? What's going on here? Wow, that is the band right there. What are we doing? Why do we not hang out? We should hang out. Maybe we should do a show. Maybe we should do a show. I'll do a show. I'm going to do a show. Do you want to do a show? I got to think about it. <laughs> okay, all right. Let's do a show. You know, they kind of leave it vague, though. Are they doing one weekend or both weekends? We don't know yet. And I love the way Coachella did. You know how they always have the big poster with a million bands and the lineup of the days? So you see, like, you know, Lana Del Rey is going to headline, I believe, the first night. And you see a thousand, Deftones are going to yeah. be there. Tyler, the creator. Tyler, the creator. Um, and you see yeah, all Yeah, I saw the Deftones quietly playing one of the days. The first day, yeah, which is exciting for them. And then at the very end of the poster, they say, and no doubt. And I thought, 
what a subtle, beautiful way to surprise everybody because didn't hear about this at all. There was no leaked information that this was happening. We didn't even know, no doubt, we're thinking about getting back together. And I love how they just kind of added it on because that is going to be the big excitement for especially Californians since they're from sure. Anaheim, you know? Uh, and the cool thing, too, when... Um, the, I would never go to Coachella. Would you not? Too much? Uh... Yeah, but you're jaded. You know what I mean? Like it's, we're, it's a lot of people there. It's a ton of people. It's a I'm not camping. I'm not camping. <laughs> no, you'd stay at Frank Sinatra's house. That's like. Is that one of those desert. camping for concert things? I'm not camping. Yeah, you'd get a good Airbnb. I would get a good Airbnb. I don't want to be. It's hot. <laughs> don't go to Coachella. <laughs> we don't want you to go to Coachella. It's in the desert. There was also conf- a confirmation that the uh, original members of Sublime that got together with Bradley Knoll's son Jacob a month ago for a fundraiser, people were speculating that, you know, uh, Rome was going to be leaving Sublime with Rome and that a new version of Sublime was going to come out of this performance. And that is happening. So these guys will get back together at uh, Yeah, I noticed Coachella it's too. Sublime, not Sublime with Rome. Right. So it's Knoll's kid? It's Knoll's kid. And it's, is it Bud Gaw or Goff? I don't know. Gaw. Gaw, and then Eric Wilson. Did you see a video members. of that? He did pretty I did. pretty well. There's a couple of highlights where you're like, whoa. Like, I mean, it's perfect. And then there's some other stuff he needs to work on. But, like, um, it's pretty impressive. So it's Bradley Knoll's kid. You haven't seen this video? No. Oh, dude, they played a show. And when it came out, it was, it was, it had a couple rough moments. And then when he found his groove, he sounds identical. Oh, And man, he's, that's weird. he's got the cool. energy. He's got a shirt off. I mean, it's like holy smoke. Kind of looks like him this is, a little bit. I mean, this is as close as you're gonna get. It feels good. And Rome's I mean, great. Rome's a he was perfect for that. And uh, but this is like next level. Pretty cool. It is. It's pretty as close cool. as you're gonna get to and original you, you, you get that kid six months of touring, uh, you know, Under with this with, with, with this kind of thing, and he like finds his groove and yeah. finds his strengths. It's gonna be. I perfect. had a uh, little sublime phase. Me too. Like a little bit. Go listen to that record. Listen to that record, uh, you know, the record. And, uh, and sublime, sublime. Because it sounds flawless. It's it's such a cool sounding record, and it will make you taste the 90s again. You have a sublime phase? You, you, yeah, I just, uh, yeah. yeah like, I, 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 I think, think everybody was, had like a phase. I think it was maybe a couple months. Mine was probably like six months or whatever. I, still kind of I went it. hard. I still, when it's on, I ain't turning it off. Yeah. Santeria. I do wonder if it's weird for that kid. You know, I think about like to just. Be mimicking his father because that's a weird thing. Like when Hank Jr. started, they just had him like propped up singing Hank Williams songs, and eventually he was like, "I gotta go do my own thing." So yeah. I wonder if if it'll get to that point for him, or if it's just like, "Hey, I, I enjoy singing my dad's songs; it's not a big deal." Or I think well, Deacon Fry, you know, has toured with the Eagles for so long, kind of in memory of his dad, and also yeah. Taylor Hawkins' son played drums with Foo Fighters for the Taylor Hawkins tribute. So I think it is therapeutic, and it's good that mm-hmm. he took some time. I think it's. I think he's going to find his groove yeah. too, and I don't think he's mimicking him. I think he's that close to him naturally. And and here's here's what I why I would sure. say it's not a mimic because the kid was like a kid; he was like a baby. Yeah. When so Bradley he doesn't passed. remember. So it's, yeah. it's not I like guess I'm just saying you're singing all your. Yeah, you're father. singing all your dad's words. Yeah. Yeah, but but you're not. But you're it's not, a weird thing. You're not mimicking anything you ever grew up with or saw. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's on record. Yeah. You can and there's it. video of it. I, I don't think, know. I think I'm, there's a I'm, difference. I'm, I'm going to watch the video. You should. It's I'm pretty gonna, cool. I'm gonna. Green Day did a special six song acoustic set at Rockefeller Center in the subway station in New York uh, for the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. On Tuesday night, they opened in disguises. They started playing Bad Companies Feel Like Making Love, followed that up with four originals, and then a cover of Rock and Roll All Night from Kiss. And the set is uh, going to air on Fallon's show later this week. Uh, Billy Joe Armstrong is on uh, Mark Maron's podcast. I was listening I to it. I listened to the whole thing. Uh, interesting dude. 
Yeah. Very really interesting. interesting guy, Billy I love, Armstrong. It's a good interview. What do you mean? Well, I love what he talked about with his stage fright and how... Yeah, stage fright. Yeah, and he still has it, sort of. And he said back in the day he would just drink to loosen up, which I relate to a lot, honestly, like with my little band. And mm-hmm. he said, you know, if you start using that as a crutch to get over your stage fright, it can become a real issue because then you want to continue that party afterwards. And he said he kind of had to walk away from it. Well, that. and he walked away and then he had a beer and then it kind of got a, out of hand again. Yeah. He and he had about, that meltdown on stage. Well, that's, yeah, that's why he stopped drinking. Uh, he talk, He gets into his dad died at 10. Uh, you know, he's the... Big family, youngest big of family, six. Big family, youngest of, yeah. Why did you say he was weird? What what, what gave you the feeling? I didn't say weird. It's interesting. Okay. Any other tone there you can give me? No, it's insight into the guy that I, I, don't, know, I don't know much about the guy. He was on Armchair Expert, too, and that, I listened to that interview first before Mark Marin, and he does. He just opens up, and he's just so down to earth and talks about his influences and growing up as the youngest and how he's continued to live in his same hometown even now. Like, he has a home. I saw that dude go nuclear once on somebody. Why? Because they were doing a show at the Roseland Ballroom, and there was a uh, DJ that was opening up for them. And Billy Armstrong was with his kid, uh, who was like a baby at the time, one of his kids. And the DJ was warming up, like the DJ was testing equipment. And I guess it was too loud. And Billy Joe's kid was there, and I saw him go nuclear wow. on this poor DJ. <laughs> Threw him out of the venue, pack up your crap. Damn. I happened to be at the right place at the right time to see this. Mean. It was mean. Would you say he was a basket case? Oh, more than that. Dookie head. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry that I said that out loud. I want to apologize. How dare you? Yeah. He sounds like an American idiot. It's interesting to. uh, (laughs) It is hard, too, if you lean on alcohol like that to perform and then you have, and it does get out of control and then you have to get off because I can relate to that part of it where then it's like, now how, now what? Because then you have to learn to go out there and do it without it. How'd you do it? In front of just doing over and over exposure therapy. Get out there. Uh, The new cool thing to do when you're having a meltdown as a band is to wipe your social media clean. Paramore did this. People were concerned. Then they came back with this Talking Head uh, album they're going to be doing. Well, yeah, to get people talking. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did you hear Paramore? They wipe their social media clean. Oh. Well. The newest band to do it is Sleep Token. They've completely cleared off their Instagram page, leaving only nothing lasts forever in their bio. Fans are worried that this move is a sign that the band has broken up. Others believe that the band has cleared their social platforms in response to their birth certificates being shared online. Uh, Or they could be prepping uh, for a new album cycle, wiping all traces of their previous album, Take Me Back to Eden from Instagram. We have no clue, but we're talking about it. I am bummed this happened because I today was going to start following them. See? Mm. You can still follow them. There's just nothing there. Man, such a bummer. Motley Crue has been battling it out in court with Mick Mars since April. Mars claimed he, uh, you know, the band was ripping him off financially following his retirement from the group. Now a judge in L.A. has ruled that because the band failed over to uh, failed to turn over documents um, that were not burdensome requests, that Mars does have a case. And so it's like one point in the Mars camp for this. Um, you know, Mick Mars is feeling very uh, discriminated against. He's feeling like the band severed all ties prematurely, pushed, pushed him out. There's a lot of financial knots in this case. It's still going to be ongoing, but uh, there is a, po- a point for Mick Mars camp because the band was dragging their ass on getting him documents, getting his lawyers documents about things. So they're just adding So what's really the case about? It's case about, about finances. So he... 
he was kicked out of the band too early, even though he wanted to get off the road in his own time because of his uh, his um, ailments Spine. that he has. And and also there was talk about like, I guess royalties or things that the band is taking a cut from. They were trying to kick him out mm. from that as well. So I mean, it's a big old mess. And arbitration is still ongoing. Paradise City has become the third Guns N' Roses song to pass one billion streams on Spotify following Sweet Child of Mine and Welcome to the Jungle. Lauren Michaels, a longtime uh, executive at SNL, said that Tina Fey may be the one to take over whenever he retires. Knew it. Here is a little bit of Lauren getting asked on the Emmys red carpet about who he would have in mind. Yeah, he's not going to be around forever, so who's going to carry the torch, the SNL torch? You know, a lot of people, of course, think it would be Tina Fey. Could easily be Tina Fey, but, uh, you know, it's there are a lot of people who are there now who are also, you know. Okay, so that was part one. Part two, he kind of goes on to talk about Tina. We're doing the 50th anniversary show in February of 25, so I will definitely be there for that and definitely be there until that. And sometime before that, we'll figure out what we're going to do. Sure. <laughs> So he says, Tina's brilliant and great at everything. She's a very important person in my life, but I don't think he wants to give it away just yet. Who's going to be taking over? But she's definitely like yeah, I would, top I would, two I would in the running. I've always, I thought it would be her or Seth Meyers. Yeah, I could see both of them for sure. Uh, by the way, Danny, Danny Carvey's back on the Fly on the Wall podcast. And he hasn't talked about his son yet, right? Uh, it's just him and David Spade on the first, I, it, it popped up in my, oh, this is new, a yeah. new episode. So Dana Carvey's son died last year. Uh, said he'd be taking a break from everything uh, until he's ready to come back. So the first podcast he's on, mm-hmm. it's just him and David talking about stuff. Has he not gotten into his son? I, I haven't listened to it yet, but Tim was listening to it. And I, I was like, I wonder. I listened like the first 10 minutes. Yeah. So bad for him. Okay. Uh, yeah. And he says, listen, I need to get back to doing stuff. I need to laugh. So I, I, I'll listen to the rest of the, okay. of, the, uh, of the interview. But he's back if you're interested. Speaking of SNL, Euphoria, Euphoria and Priscilla star uh, Jacob Elordi will be making his hosting debut this Saturday, January 20th. Mean Girls actress and singer Renee Rapp will be the musical guest. Before Ed O'Neill was uh, Al Bundy to all of us, he was signed by the Pittsburgh Steelers in 1969, which I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then he got cut during training camp. So then he didn't really know what he was going to do with his life. And he almost turned to organized crime. Uh, he said that his friend Jim offered him a job. And luckily, Ed's dad talked him out of it, asking him if he could handle doing time in prison. Ed's answer was a hard no. So he took off to New York to pursue acting. And the rest is history. Yeah, he's a badass, that guy. He's a judo, like a, he's like a judo expert. That's cool. And O'Neill, there's a lot of stuff about that dude. He's like a... He was going to be a collector for, like, payments for yeah, organized like crime. Yeah, mus- like a muscle a guy. knee breaker? Yeah. No way. Is he huge? Like, I don't know how big... He's a badass. Yeah. He's a badass. I love him in Modern Family. Adam Sandler has a new movie coming out called Spaceman, and it looks like very... very did like, you watch the trailer? I did. It looks cool. It's definitely, like, up my alley. He's... It looks like he's on the International Space Station yeah. by himself. And all of a sudden... Okay, so he's very lonely. This is not a comedy, per se. So he, it's not a comedy. So he plays a Russian cosmonaut up on the space station. Yes, alone. And then all of a sudden starts hallucinating this ginormous spider who talks to him. And it almost reminded me of Donnie Darko, the bunny, that voice. Yeah. And so anyway, he's he's going nuts thinking about his wife who he misses. He befriends this spider. And the spider is trying to help him through his grief or his loneliness. His loneliness. It looks pretty uh, good. Yeah, and the guy who directed it uh, also directed something else pretty big. Oh. Um, it looks like it's almost like a Michel Gondry film. Uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, yeah, the, the spider is, is voiced by Paul Dano. Paul Dano. Dano. 
Uh, God, what this guy I directed something else pretty good. Johan Rink? Oh, yeah, Chernobyl. He's oh, okay. behind Mini Chernobyl. Series. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Behind Chernobyl. But yeah, it's, it's, I don't know if I'm into this. I'm this into it. This looks pretty neato. Whoa. I like sad Adam Sandler. I like space movies. If I don't, you don't know if I'm if into If you don't this. totally blow it, I love the movie. It's called Spaceman. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm not opposed to Sirius Sandler. <laughs> like what, Uncut Gems. What's what your, a great movie what's that is. What's version? Great movie. Here, after watching this trailer. What, what's, what's my version? What, what, yeah, what are you worried spider. about? I don't like I go watch a spider for an hour and a half. It is a giant spider It's face. a ginormous spider. It's 50 eyes looking at you. I don't, I, I'm, honestly, I don't think I could watch a spider for, for an hour and a half. Hey, speaking of spider, a copy of The Amazing Spider-Man number one from March 1963 was auctioned for a record-breaking, can you guess how much it went for? Ooh, that's going to be a big Spider-Man number one? Spider-Man number one, 1963. How much? Mint condition. $2.7 million. Okay, $2.7 million. $775,000. $375,000. $250K. I heard Steve it. Scott got closest. One point th- well, Whoa. I guess actually, wait, you know, you got closest. $1.38 oh, million. Wow. I heard someone bought it on the web. Uh, All right, now take another poll because I don't have a list for you today. If I were to tell you, you get to pick who's going to be the smelliest. Is it Jason Priestley or Brad Pitt? Pitt. In the late 80s. We're talking late Late 80s. 80s. Brad Pitt and Jason Priestley. Who do you think would smell worse? In their late 80s or in the late 80s? In the late 80s. In the late 80s. Uh, I always heard that Brad Pitt was kind of earthy. Okay. You're going to I'm going to say Brad Pitt just because what else was Jason Priestley doing? Yeah. I've heard. Brad Pitt seemed like he was really like going after it. Okay. But you think he was smelly while he was going after it? I think, hey, listen, if you're active enough, you're going to have a little stink on your Okay. I've heard rumors Brad Pitt's a bit tart. Okay. Brad Pitt. Yeah. I I heard the same thing. He's a, yeah. I I used earthy. But maybe not even a bad earthy. Right? I heard it's just a sour. It's not all bad. It's a Springfield earthy. What do you I like that. You think he smelled bad, Scott? I guess we go so Brad Pitt. Product. I think he's more au natural. All right. You guys all get a point. Yes, Brad right. Pitt smelled bad in the 80s. And his and, last name's Pitt. And we know this yeah. because Jason Priestley says that when he was roommates with Brad Pitt in the late 80s, the two would have competitions to see who would go the longest without showering. <laughs> and he said, Brad always won. He goes, I think about it now, and I'm like, dude, how disgusting. What were you thinking? He talked about this in his memoir from 2020 or 2014, where they uh, lived on ramen noodles, generic beer, and Marlboro Light. Nice. Priestley's Canadian too, right? Oh, is, is he? he? I think so. So he probably sad. just smells like pine trees or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He smells like <laughs> product <laughs> of those 90210 haircuts alone. The brill cream involved would at least yeah. put off a pleasant yeah. scent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's your crap on celebrities. Celebrities, uh, celebrities celebrating a birthday today. There's a lot of them. Connor Cruz, the adopted son of Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman, is 29. Kelly Marie Tran, that is Finn's love interest, Rose in the Star Wars movies, she's 35. Calvin Harris is 40. Dwayne Wade, the NBA superstar. Uh, 42. Zoe Deschanel is 44. Freddie Rodriguez. That's Benny on Bull. Uh, Frederico on Six Feet Under. That's for you, Learn. Thank you. Uh, he's uh, 49. Kid Rock is 53. Naveen Andrews from uh, Lost and Instinct and a couple other things is 55. Michelle Obama is 60. Jim Carrey is 62. Denise O'Hare. Or is it Dennis? Dennis O'Hare. No, Denise. <laughs> uh, Liz Taylor on the uh, American Horror Story Hotel is 62. Susanna Hoffs. From the Bangles is oh, yeah. 65. Steve Harvey. D-nice. Is there a D-nice? 
<laughs> Steve Harvey is 67. Mick Taylor, Rolling Stones guitar player from 69 to 74, is 75. When he joined the band, he was a non-smoking, non-drinking vegetarian. When he left, he was addicted to heroin. Oh. He's 75. Maury Povich is 85. You are not oh! the father. You're not going to oh, give wait, me something? Oh! Oh, Maury, you're 85. And James Earl Jones. Okay. Yes. James Earl Jones is in his 90s. Who's that? Oh, the dad the from uh, Coming to America. Get out of here. On, George. That was great. Oh! <laughs> you got it. Luke, good. you are not the father. And he's the greatest. his greatest role was in the Sandlot and then in the... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the uh, Vader sessions, where they take all the old James Earl Jones quotes from like um, the boxing movie and all those other ones, you know, and put them over Darth Vader, and it's the greatest <laughs> silly parody thing you've ever seen. James Earl Jones is come on, uh, he's pretty good in Field of Dreams. Yeah, too. that scene yeah. when he finally changes his mind in Boston, it is yeah, it's baseball such a good Ray. Ninety five people will come, Ray. Mm. <laughs> James Earl Jones, <laughs> ninety. Years old, even he's ninety-three years old. Yeah, congratulations, oh, James. Man. You did it. I hate. I hate that. What? No, that he's in he's ninety-three. Don't you, be you talking about him too much now. On you the hate show. the time is affecting him in the same way it's affecting all of us. No, I know. It just makes me sad. <laughs> Why does it, it make you sad? sad? It makes me sad. I don't know. <laughs> uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Shay Fox. And today's birthday girl has been in 245 fine films, including Anaconda versus Cougars 5. Ooh. Big Boob Babes Hard at Work. She was in Black Kong Dong 17, Bodybuilders in Heat 27, Dirty Cop, Hot and Helpless 4, It's Okay, She's My Stepmom too. She was in a movie called The Ream Team, hmm. Unsupervised MILFs, and Who Could Forget a Role in 2015's Fear of a Black Penis 2. Shay Fox is 93 years old, just like James Earl Jones. <laughs> oh, she is uh, 55 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays, and that was your crap on celebrities. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back, and we're going to play Match Up with Moon. <laughs> but I'm not playing this time. It's going to be Learn. It's going to be Rafe. So here's how it's going to work. King Scott's going to roll on in here. And who's going to go first? Who's up first? Rafe. Rafe. Up first? Okay. Rafe's okay. up first for round number one. I'm ready. Let's go. So King Scott will ask five questions. Whoever gets the most questions right, their respective teammates on the phone will win their choice of prizes. Rafe's going to go against Moon first, and then Learn's going to go against Moon next. To the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Man, I'm so glad we got to interview that dude. Gilbert Godfrey. Oh, yeah. Twice, right? Uh, I think not once. He was a trip. Yeah, he's, uh, <clears throat> he came in with his voice. And he says, uh, hey, could you get me a drink? <laughs> and maybe some uh, bread? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I think we got some hot dog buns or something from a party a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Let me go get you some. No, we got him a bagel. <laughs> yeah. Nice. We went and got him a, a Bredco bagel. And he, man, I just he had, a, he had a pill to take. 
Yeah, but I remember him sitting there. So here's Gilbert Gottfried, who legend. Yeah, I mean, huge fan. Yeah. He was so nice too. He was so nice, and and he was he was definitely slowing down. Oh yeah, yeah. He was slow, and it was a great interview, by the way. And he was he had his bagel open, and he was I remember him smearing cream cheese on it. Yeah, just nice. So slow, dude. Wow. The, the interview is amazing because he didn't he's he's answering him with bagel in his mouth. He's all he's laughing. He's like, yeah. whoa, 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 you know, doing his voice with this bagel in his face. <laughs> I no. interviewed him one time, and we acted out Aladdin. You did? Oh, that's yeah. cool. awesome. In person? In person. And nice. He, pl he played Yago? Like, he, he, he full-on went Yago? Man. Yep. We said, can we, because we used to have a uh, game, terribly named, called Casting Couch on the show, and uh, we were like, can we act out Aladdin with you? And people had to guess what movie it was. I wonder if it was the same morning that we got to do it. Him. Probably was. I think we piggybacked on your guys' wow, interviews, cool. which we did a lot of back in the day. Him. And he was, he was, he had taken his pill. Yeah, he had bagel in Oh, yeah, he was sharp for you. You primed him. <laughs> <laughs> well, those were the days where I was really like, uh, you know, we had, so who was in the building? It was, it was, uh, Keishi, so it was Keishi, K 96.3. For a minute, yeah. Uh, 97.1. Yeah, that was it. Was that, there was only four of us? Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, yeah. Four right? people. Yeah. Right. So if they bring a comedian by, I would be insistent that they come by us first. Oh, yeah, yeah. And guess who had to be the one that was always shoving oh, people yeah. around with that? That was me. <laughs> yeah. Like, nope, you're not coming I was, in. I was always like, <laughs> with us first. they need to come in to Riz Show first. We knew. You the other guess? shows knew. <laughs> yeah, people. that made me a real favorite. And we always tried to poach him as they were walking I don't out. care anymore. I'll be honest with you. I don't care. <laughs> it is funny how this changed. Now it's like, yeah, I think you're going to be down there at that one, that one, that yeah. one, and then they're coming okay. to us. Yeah, well, yeah, you notice that. Like, I don't yeah. care anymore. Yeah. But yeah. back back then, I did care because I, I thought it made a difference. And maybe it did. Jeez. I want to get these guys. You know what it was? I don't want to get a guest who's already done, like, four radio shows. Yeah. Who's burnt out. Who's All bitted out. out. All his good stories have been juiced. No, you you don't want the leftovers. I just don't want them to, yeah. I don't want them to come in tired. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. He's a cool guy, man. We were talk we were texting about USA Up All Night. Do you guys remember that? He was the host of that yeah. for a while. Bef after Ron Deshier, right? Or, or at the same time. I think maybe before. I think Ron Deshier was after. We were texting. She said she thought she'd grow up to be Ron Deshier, and I thought I was going to grow up to be Joe Bob Briggs. Which I think yeah. up all night. I heard, I've heard of it. Oh, USA up all night. Yeah. He's still going strong, by the way. Is he Joe Briggs? Joe mm -hmm. Bob Briggs, dude. He's yeah. still, there, he's there is a, a new show out. I, I forget what the documentary is called. It's a documentary about Gilbert Gottfried. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He, his daughter did one. Is that the one he's talking about? Is that the one? It's recent. Is it on Amazon think, or something? Uh, I think it might be, but there might be two. She might have done one, and then I think there's another one. Is it the one that shows him that he collects all the stuff from the hotels from around the whenever oh, he tours? He? That's cool. And like he's what? got he had a tub underneath his bed, <laughs> just <laughs> full of soaps, toothbrushes, toothpaste, all the stuff. He'd take everything. Those are like his yeah. collected tour passes. But he did it because he was you know a cheapskate. Yeah, and I his like wife, it. his wife who was significantly younger, if I remember. Hmm. Yeah, because he had a young kid. I think his daughter right now is not even 18. I think she's yeah. like 17, 16. Sad when he like. passed. That was yeah. one that, that hit. Like, oh, man. From our childhood. I mean, I feel like I've known Gilbert yeah. Godfrey my whole life. Right. I, mean, I have known him my whole life. In different capacities, you know. He quacked mm -hmm. at us. He did everything. He did so everything. that was what, yeah. He was the Aflac guy. Yeah, that was one we had him in, and I was like, ah, this is, that's one of those moments. Oh, and wasn't it right after he lost the Aflac gig, and it was kind of dra drama-filled? Well, do you it, remember why he lost it? He made a tsunami joke. Because yeah. remember, it was after the Japanese oh, tsunami that yeah. killed all those people. Mm. But in the vein of, like, the Kevin Hart thing we talked about the other day, like, 
I think they gave him the option to be like, you can apologize. He's like, no. Nah. I do that, and every joke I say from here on out is under scrutiny, and he's like, I'm a comedian, you know. This I'm, is what I I'm do. I'm doing yeah. my act. If you saw his act, it's like, it, you guys knew what this well, was. He's also most famous for doing that aristocrat's joke. Yes. At the uh, at the roast. Yes. <laughs> Which And did it well. And did that. it perfectly. And did it perfectly. All right, let's give away some stuff. And now it's time for That's What We Do. Yeah, look up the aristocrats and Gilbert Gottfried, and it is... Because he was watch dying. That movie. Have you watched the Aristocrats? Yes. Where they all do a version of the joke? Because he gets in it. It's and I forgot what the roast, who they were roasting. Uh, but he was up there and he was dying. Like he he was not, whatever he was saying was falling flat. And then he just broke out the Aristocrats joke. And killed it. <laughs> all right, match up with Moon and Twist today. It's going to be uh, matchup uh, with Moon. Yes, Moon's playing, but Rafe's playing and Learn's playing. And today's Ooh. contest is sponsored by Flynn Landscaping, specializing in lawn landscape irrigation and arbor. Now hiring. Call 314 243 6784. All right, so Rafe is going to do round number uh, round number one. So King Scott's going to ask five questions. Uh, who's going to go in isolation first? He'll go in isolation first. All right, so Rafe will be in isolation first. Okay. Move Lucky. questions first. I got the headphones already for his favorite. I, should, I can't favorite, wait. <laughs> favorite so like Rafe will be in isolation first. Uh, King Scott will ask Moon the questions. Then Rafe will come out of isolation. He'll ask Rafe the questions. Whoever gets the most questions right, their respective teammates on the phone, will win their choice of prizes. All right, let's get those teammates. Uh, line number one, Chris in Valley Park. Chris, hello. Good morning, Riz. All right, so it's going to be Team Riz or Team Rafe for you? Uh, Team Rafe. Team Rafe. All right, hang on. Well played. Uh, Mike, you are Team Moon, okay? Hell yeah, let's do it, Moon. All All right, right. hang on. Uno, dos, tres. Isolation. Let's go. Uh, Tell me if it's too loud, and if if there's like a space or a lull where you can hear us, make sure you kind of wave at us. Okay. Are you in? What are you playing him? Ah. Uh, this is a YouTube Woods Basement Systems, the all things basementy experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here and that means rain and wet, soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time, they get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard and Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basement experts at Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center, St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976, and the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at go to Dobbs. 
Homestacks.com. You'll find deals you could use, money saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations, convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on go to Dobbs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. But it's a, uh, <laughs> is it Vertigo? It's, no, it's that new Atomic City song, but it's a, a EDM remix. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. He is dope. You see him dancing on me? He loves that. Uh, Rafe is not a YouTube fan. All right. King Scott, you ready? I am ready. Let's go uh, match hey, up with hey, Moon. I won already. <laughs> Round right. number one. Look Here at we the go. Music. What is King Scott? Hey, hey there. This is all for Mike. What is the capital of Argentina? Buenos Aires. How many colors are in the rainbow? Um, let's see, seven. Seven that we can see. In the context of email, what does CC stand for? Uh, carbon copy. What element is said to keep bones strong? Calcium. Who was the first character to speak in the Star Wars movie? First character to speak. Oh, man. Um, man, I don't know. Was it that? Was it one of those dudes that, that gets uh, force choked? And, or was it Vader? Or was it... Or was oh, it, you're uh, running through the you're running through the beginning of the movie right yeah, now. Yeah, right. Too, I, yeah. But I can't think of like the actual like. Was it Leia? You know when she's like doing something and oh man, that's. <laughs> when she's, I mean, she's obviously stuff. you know she's uh, she's it's a diplomatic she's in, mission. She's in distress. <laughs> uh, I mean, oh, this is a good this is a good Star Wars trivia question. Man, is it the diplomatic mission guy? What is it? Does, does he have a name? Soon to be dead guy. Oh, is that your answer? I'm going to say, you know, I guess I'm going to say Leia. And here's the bonus. Including American Graffiti, at this point in history, how many writing credits does George Lucas have according to IMDb? Yeah, you know what? I'm going to take it back. I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Vader. I don't think that's right. But um, writing credits as far writing as credits. George Lucas goes. So, directing, writing. So he had the yeah. one with the number. It was the Star Wars. Oh, you're going to try to count that way? I, think I mean, I mean this, what else am I going to do? Writing credits, I will say not, that, not as many as you would think. I'll say 12. All right. Okay. No let's idea. go. No idea where, where, where to even go there. All right. Let's get Rafe at isolation. Good Lord. Hey, good luck. Did that really take that long, or were you guys just making me finish that U2 song? No, no. We saw you enjoying it. Like, I hated it. Like how long do you it. think that was? Uh, it felt like an eternity, uh, but it was less than a song. So it, it was, was probably, two minutes and 30 two, seconds. Two minutes, maybe three. 
Two minutes and 30 seconds. Was very that a long remix, questions. you two? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an EDM thing. EDM version of a terrible U2 song. <laughs> Just Excellent. when I thought it could get worse. First of all, worse. you even said it that that sounds pretty good. <laughs> that is a good song. Good so Lord. Shut your mouths. Mm. Well, I I like it. Now that I've been psychologically tortured, <laughs> yeah, let's get to some questions. You've been you two boarded. Right, what, what are you What are you giving yourself, Moon? What What are you playing? I'm a, I'm listening to like Run Willie the Jewels. Nelson or Run oh, the Jewels. Great. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Get hyped. All yeah. Right. Here we go with Rafe. Movie with really get me confidence. All right, Rafe. For Chris, up with Moon. For Chris here. Let's what, do it, Chris? What is the capital city of Argentina? Oh. Rio de Janeiro. And how many colors are in the rainbow? Seven. In the context of email, what does CC stand for? Uh, what does CC stand for? I want to say closed caption, but I know <laughs> that ain't right. Can you say the same thing? Uh, I don't know. CC. What does CC in an email stand for? We can come back to it. If Let's you come want. back to it. Okay. Think about it. What element is said to keep bones strong? Calcium. Who was the first character to speak in the first Star Wars movie? I know he got this one. Uh, I'll say the very first one, like the... Gosh. A New Hope, right? A new hope. Is that the first one? Um, Uncle the Owen. The very first. I, I don't know what the. I thought yeah. it was the Star Wars. Was yeah. Okay. The original Luke Skywalker. Yeah, right. yeah. Okay. Uh, gosh, I can't remember the opening scene. I'll say. I'll say Luke Skywalker. Okay. And now uh, let's go back. In the context of email, what does CC stand for? Uh, music Factory. <laughs> it stands for... God, what does the other C stand for? What's the first C stand for, you I think? think concerning. Because you, when you CC someone, you're like, you're adding someone to the... Concern. Uh, I don't know. Concerning captions, I have no idea. Concerning okay. captions, yes. And here's right. the bonus. Yeah. I'm going to crush this one. Including American graffiti at this point in history, how many writing credits does George Lucas have according to IMDb? So this is a tiebreaker. Okay, American graffiti. He wrote on Scarface 2, I believe. Man, that was Oliver Stone. Uh, so we got six Star Wars movies. We got three Indiana Jones. We got, I'm going to say, 15. Okay. All right. Time to get the answers. Okay. I don't think we're gonna get to the tiebreaker. That record is the that record is the greatest like chill hype record ever. On the jewels, I don't think oh I've ever listened gosh. to. It. It's great. And it's right. amazing for workouts. It makes me all. Makes How me bad did we do? Match up with Boom Time. Rave is playing for Chris. Moon is playing for Mike. Let's get the answers. Learn is up next. Learn's on deck. I'm ready. You're on yeah. deck. You better she bring up in a room. I was on YouTube. And she had a dream of an octopus. Yeah. What Dreamed a, of a, a squid. A, a squid. Sorry. Yeah. Squid so you're good to go. Googly eyeballs. Are, yeah. We owned it. He owned it. Okay. <laughs> what is the capital city of Argentina? Moon, you said Buenos Aires. Aires. And uh, Rafe, you said Rio de Janeiro. And it's Moon. Buenos Aires. Rio, is that Brazil? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
How many colors are in the rainbow? Moon, you said seven. Rafe, you said seven. And you're both correct. Oh All right, we know okay, our so rainbows. Moon is up. Uh, rainbow boys. Yep. Two to one. Yep. In the context of email, what does CC stand for? Moon, you said carbon copy. Rafe, you said music factor. Then you switched to concerning <laughs> caption, and it's carbon copy. Carbon yeah. copy. Yeah. What a dated <laughs> reference. I would have accepted music factor. Yeah. <laughs> you would have stuck with that. Yeah. Go with your gut. I should have went with my gut. That's a great record. I'll, I'll got, give you that next. I got slaughter. So there's question four coming up. Yes. Which element is said to keep bones strong? Moon, you said calcium. Rafe, you said calcium. You're both correct. Rafe loses. Okay, so that was four and two. Yep, so here's the fifth one. Who was the first character to speak in the first Star Wars movie, Moon? You said- Can I guess? Yes. I, I think it's Darth Vader. Can I guess? Yes. I, was it C-3PO? No. You know, I think someone had an incredible dream last night, and it's C-3PO. Moon, you said Vader, and uh, Rafe, you said Luke, and it is C-3PO. Wow. This is wild. Wait, what did you, what did you say? I said Luke. Nuts. I initially thought it might have been Uncle Owen. And it was oh like a yeah, trick no, question. no, it's, it's, up on, the it's on the diplomatic scene, mission. The opening you hear scene him. is when the the ship is kind of swallowed up yeah. by the. Yeah, yeah. But you hear him. You're like, like you hear him. Nice work. That's R two. No, that's R two D two. Yeah, yeah. You oh, no, because he's the one that shit he walks out by your head. You sounded so smart there. I knew when he when he asked the capital of a South American country, I knew I was going down because I'm like, we have the world traveling rock star and the comedian who does Sheboygan. So there's probably gonna be. If you travel capitals, you're just in Latin America. I mean, it's not his fault. He's just a traveled man. Congratulations, Mike wins. What's the tiebreaker? All right, the tiebreaker, including American graffiti at this point in history. How many writing credits? Does George Lucas have according to IMDb? Moon, you said 12. Rafe, you said 15. And the answer is 185. Oh, wow. Yeah, so. See, yeah, I mean, I, I, I wasn't sure if that was going to be Rafe like a, yeah, what all did the, you say? I said 12. Because uh, he gets credit for got the tiebreaker. Like yeah. video games for all yeah, the stuff that's on there. It's wild. Oh, oh. Yeah. Uh, I thought you meant just movies. Yeah, me too. No, Not, it's a, uh, the writing credits. Writing yeah. credits. Whatever, bro. Okay. That's everything that he gets credit for. <laughs> all right, well, congratulations, Moon. Thank you. And Mike. And Mike. Mike for picking me. Good showing. You didn't embarrass yourself. Mm -mm. I didn't do great. Hey, okay. I didn't do great. All right, now Who's learn the song. Up. Now I'm up. Who's my teammate? Uh, let, well, let's get let's get the teammates here. Uh, let's go to Kyle. Hello, Kyle. Hello. How are you, Kyle? Team Moon or Team Learn? I'm gonna go with my fellow Monroe County, and I'll go Team Learn. That's team right. Learn. Whoa. Okay. Kyle and Learn. Let's go. Uh, Jamie, you are team hot Moon. Kyle from your friends. All righty. All right, hang hey. on. No, Good luck, nervous. us. Okay. All right, me first. Uh, okay. Moon's going to go in isolation first. Okay. All right, Moon's going to go into isolation first. I'm so excited right now. He's playing a remix of Atomic City to get himself hyped. Uh, is you in? Is you in? <laughs> is you? Is you in? <laughs> you need me? You good to go? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Learn? Yeah. It's time for... Match up with Moon. Hit it. What is the chemical symbol for gold? AU. Held up. We'll come back to it. What? <laughs> what animal is on Levi's logo? A bear. What is the only marsupial native to North America? A possum. Who is known as the father of modern physics? <laughs> of modern physics? Like, yeah. as of now? Mm. Modern physics. 
Oh, you, did you say modern physics? <laughs> Trick question. Um, modern physics. Uh, that would be Albert Einstein for the win. We'll come back to that one, too. <laughs> Who painted the famous artwork Starry Night? Time out, time out. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Calm down. Did your headphones crap out? Yeah, Atomic City's only a minute and a half or something. You back? God, this music Moon's is so isolation scary. headphones are not working correctly. You want my headphones to plug into your? You don't have a computer, laptop. You want to just go in the hallway? They're back. He's oh, they're back. back. Okay. Like, I think my daughter hijacked the. Oh, it's fine. Oh, she's in class right yeah. now. Hang on. Okay, go. Okay. Okay. So, question again. Yes. Who painted the famous artwork Starry Night? Vincent Van Gogh. And here, okay, and you want to go back to one? Yes. So, the gold, the symbol for gold. Yes. Symbol for gold, yes. Oh my gosh. You had said AU. I did. I'm going to keep it. I think that that's what I want. Yes. Yes. And And then also, Albert, the modern physics guy. Yes. (sighs) God, who would it be? Um, Modern physics. Modern physics. Big time guy. Not ancient physics. Big modern physics. This modern is the physics, guy. This yeah. is the se- physics, like physical stuff. Physical well, uh, physics, like no. Yeah, like I don't air. think you can work this out like that. Okay. <sighs> Whatever. Einstein. Yeah. I'm keeping oh, it. Good. All right. Yeah. And here's the tiebreaker. What year was? What I didn't realize I had that on there. What year was Albert Einstein born? Okay. Albert Einstein was alive in the Holocaust, and I believe he was like a teenager, maybe like in his 20s. I'm going to say Albert Einstein was born in 1919. Okay. okay. Don't judge, all right? No judgment. I'm okay. digging deep over here. No judgment. No judgment. So much I can sludge. tell you read Wikipedia last night. Yes, you okay. did. All right. Moon's coming out of isolation, so shut your mouths. Sorry. Yelling, I'm yelling at my daughter right now. She's showing a friend a song, and uh, <laughs> she's like, Dad, please stop using it. And I was like, no. We're doing a You've, bit. We're <laughs> Dad's got a bit. game going on. Five minutes, kid. Uh, give I'll learn your headphones. You're listening to whatever your she dad was listening is working to. very hard right now. Your daughter's music. Like. Yeah. You guys treat Spotify like some families treat the bathwater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. Everybody dad first. Uh, driving me crazy. I don't. I don't even know what that was. What is she listening to? She's listening to "The Less I Know, The Better" from Tame Impala. Ooh, okay. good choice, yeah, good band. man. That's a great song. Here we go. Time for Moon to answer the match. Oh, I'm all, th- I'm all thrown off. I'm all questions. thrown off. I got to stretch. What are you pumping into her head right That's now? That's what I'm Tame saying. Yeah. Whatever, whatever my daughter That's a, was listening to. Uh, great number, man. That's a good brain song. Uh, what is the chemical... King Scott, hi. Hi, sir. What is the chemical symbol for gold? Oh, man, you got a blank look on your face. Yeah. You just froze. Yeah. You are frozen. I'm all thrown off. AU? Yeah, I'll go AU. AU? What animal is on Levi's logo? Levi's. Man, I don't know. I think it's a roper. It must be a horse. A horse. Oh, man, I don't know. Gosh dang. Yeah, I'll, I'll say horse. What is the only marsupial native to North America? Holy crud. 
Let's see, marsupial. So we got uh, the roo, uh, the the roo, the uh, koala. We got the uh, you know that little platypus is technically a some type of marsupial or something. A North America possum. Yeah, it's a possum. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you're good with that? It don't All feel right. right, but it sounds right. All right. Who is known as the father of modern physics? Um, uh, Galileo Galilee. All right. Who painted the famous artwork Starry Night? Oh, I have sight. Oh, never mind. Came back. Okay. <laughs> uh, Van Gogh. And for the bonus here, or for the tiebreaker, sorry, what year was Albert Einstein born? Um, we'll see. We'll say 18. Man, 1878. Okay. All right. All right, let's get them answers. Oh, that don't feel right either. Let's get, yep, you're good to go. Oh, Can I man. just say, I think this is going to be close. This is, Let's get them answers. I think it's going to be tight. Crud. Your okay. kids got great musical taste. Oh, they well, went to uh, Taylor Swift after that, huh? I know, the first song I really oh, enjoyed. Oh, okay, I was playing Taylor. All right, here we go. Matchup <laughs> with Moon. It's Moon versus Learn. Okay. Learn played for Kyle. Moon played for James. I played oh, for the entire Moon. I don't feel County. good. Jamie. I don't feel oh, good. Oh, I'm sorry, Jamie. I had two or three James, guesses Jamie. and two or three real guesses. Well, I'm confused all the time about everything. So <laughs> well, let's right. go. Let's get these right. uh, questions and answers going. Let's roll it. What is the chemical symbol for gold? Learn, you said AU. Moon, you oh. said AU. You're both correct. Oh, yeah. Hey, you were going to change good. that, too, and I was going to kill you. Yeah, I know. I always went AG, and I think that's silver, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you I got that wrong it. before. She's like, I want to go back to it. AU felt like, good. No. Uh, like, when always you said it so guess. quickly, I was like, damn, she did study last night. This is why I have to stare at the paper all the time. One to one. Don't give it away. You studied last night? I did, dude. You did? She's awesome. What animal is on Levi's logo? Learn, you said bear. Moon, you said horse. And the answer is horse. Oh, Shoot. my uh, goodness. Is it a roper? Yeah. That's two horses pulling the carriage. Oh, I got that you one. Dang Moon it. up two Mother to one. Yeah. Once you see it, you'll, under, you'll know. I you said was... bear so confidently, I thought it yeah. was a bear. Because I've seen like California a, the bear. California yeah. bear flag, you know, on a Levi's shirt. That's Man, I was so it. confident in bear. Oh. I would have had no idea. Hmm. I probably would have guessed horse. Why, though? Because cowboys, I, for some reason, uh, I, have, jeans, I have like a like yeah. a like I mean, one of those. Think about also is for miners and all that. So. I have like a leather embossed logo in my head of a guy on a horse rearing back with a rope. What is hmm. that logo? Wrangler. Marlboro Man. Wrangler. Wrangler. Oh, so I just took a guess and got lucky. Levi's is a carriage with two horses. Yeah, but I can see it on the back of my jeans every time I see him laying on the bed. So. Still got that horse. All right, two to one moon. All right, what is the only marsupial native to North America? Learn confidently said. Possum and Moon wasn't too sure, but he ended up with Possum I found and it. his Possum. I found it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, felt I good. never would have gotten that. Yeah. Three to two, Moon. All right. Who is known as the father of modern physics? And learned, you said Albert Einstein. You almost went back on this, but you said Albert Einstein. Moon confidently said Galileo, Galileo Galilea. And uh, the correct answer is Albert Einstein. It is tied three to three. Man, really? this is question. This question is nerve wracking. Oh. This is nerve wracking. <laughs> question five. Modern physics, Einstein. I was so Einstein not confident, but that came to mind. I thought we credit Galileo. Good job. Good job not changing it. 
Yeah. I saw you almost. I thought it was Galileo or the Apple guy. No. Steve Jobs. Sir Isaac Newton. Newton. Oh. No. <laughs> modern physics. Modern yeah. physics. Theory modern of relativity. Me up. If you would have said that. But no, it, but Einstein yeah, is known as the father of modern physics. Oh, here we go. Here Moves we go. Up, look stuff up. I'm just, listen, man, I just want to make sure. Can we get to question five? Physics. Yes, please. I'm your father. You want me to go ahead and do five? <laughs> do five. Okay. Who painted the famous artwork Starry Night? And Lauren, you said Vincent Van Gogh. Moon said Vincent Van Gogh. And you're both correct. Okay, Vincent you know Van Gogh. Stars. Woo! So it comes down to. <laughs> oh, no, you're swirly Oh, my pints. goodness. I don't know what to tell you, man. That says the founder. Science. We said father. It literally says the father of modern science and major physics contributions. The father, the founder of modern physics. Type is in Galileo. father. What do you want? Modern from physics. Me? I yeah, did Google. type in the father of modern physics. Type in Einstein. <laughs> the father of modern physics is widely considered to be Galileo. Hmm. What do you want from me besides the right answer? Oh, man. What is that? Wikipedia? That's always wrong. This is just You're the on Bing.com. I don't think that's valid. Oh, this know. is the Bings. Does <laughs> Google say something different? Hawking. Uh, well, no, it doesn't. He's the stepfather of modern physics. <laughs> well, let's get. Listen. Uh, yeah, maybe we don't need it. it. Maybe it yeah, maybe doesn't even need it. There was the also a hint have... later in this. This, this one says Einstein. This one says Galileo. So I'm going to go ahead and say the both internet's are right. Full of Galileo was an astronomer, well, not a physicist. The one that says Galileo is the onion. Yeah, he was a lot of things. Yeah. Also yeah, a known, lot of things to a lot of people. Also yeah. known as the founder and father of A lot of things to a lot of people. I'm more concerned about that. Okay, well, and, well uh, tiebreaker. Come on, what you say? Let's just say it's three. It's it's his own four to four. Bing.com. <laughs> I, I did my research. Like I'll get everything that cannot be, like searched. This could be perfect. Anyways, so here's the tiebreaker. What, what year it? was Albert Einstein born? Oh, Learn. You said 1919. Oh God. Moon. You said 1878. And the correct answer is 1879. Whoa! Oh, wow, man. dude, that's very dude. good. That's very good. Moon wins. Nerd alert. <laughs> One year off. <laughs> wow, I thought I was. Kyle, uh, sorry, I thought Kyle. I aged him a little. Learned. Bit. That was fantastic. Yeah, excellent job, Lauren. That was excellent. The wire, Angelus Jane. That was excellent. Wow. Good you got to think. You, you know, gray-haired feller by by World War II. That, well, I just went back to forty. That's what I, and I was like, I'm going to put him at sixty. But it's back in that time where a ten-year-old looked like he thought he was twenty, though. I did. That was wrong. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I just thought, yeah, I'm going to give him sixty something, and I just. That was fun. Thanks for letting uh, letting me play that. That was you're a good welcome. Time. That was excellent. You know, it's well, amazing. Well done, both of you. It's like yeah. the most stressful thing I endure, and for some reason, you're stressed <laughs> out about everything except for this. Game. I didn't even yeah, yeah, had a great you were time. so relaxed. Oh, cool. I was amazed that the goal was yourself. How easy AU came out, and sure. I'm like, <laughs> I know some stuff sometimes. Yeah, I think when it's not. Airsoft shots aren't on the line. It oh. takes you down. It takes, timed. Yeah. It calms you down. Yeah, yeah no that's time, true. The time yeah. is really I'm really tough. bad with the time. Well, congratulations to St. Louis for having to witness that. Yep, thanks, yes, that was amazing. You and guys learning, are lucky. And learning a lot. And learning. Pseudo show. Traffic and weather. Okay, to have two dads. Galileo. Okay, the mo uh, father of modern physics. That possum Fine. thing, dude. I, I don't know how I found that. I was clueless. Yeah. I'm good at animal stuff, for sure. Well, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk to Chris Gerber. Okay. Birthday, Riz. It's David Keckner, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show right here on 1057 The Point. Do you get it? All right, without
without further ado, our buddy Chris Kerber. For Chris Kerber, the radio voice of your St. Louis Blues. Gentlemen, Chris Cover. Good morning, Chris. Morning, everybody. You, you know, I was just listening to that open there, and just just a, you just take a brief moment and say, "My God, do I appreciate Brett Hall?" Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Hey, let's give it up like, for Brett Hall. I mean, yeah. like you, you guys being in radio and being in, in in front of the public a lot, especially these days, we got to be so careful about what we say, right? Yeah, and how we say it, and, and things like that. Man, to be so good, to be so great at what you do, that you say whatever the hell you want to say and don't care, it's just got to be something amazingly free. And and also, the more you outrageous know? you are, the more loved you are. It's wild. <laughs> well, yeah, no, but no, no, he wasn't that way all the obviously all the time. But he'd still say things like talking to Kelly Chase and you know and. Uh, Kelly tells a great story about Tony Twist putting himself offside once, lifted the puck up in the air, skated himself underneath the puck, and then offside. And, and Brett gets back to the bench, looks at Bob Barry, and says, Bob, who gave this guy a jersey? Like, like to be able, to, again, to be so good that you could just blast your own teammates, yeah. and they're like, yeah, uh, just keep going, Brett. You know, and like, just think, like, or there's another great story that, he, that, that, that Chaser obviously tells a lot, but... Uh, they they had a they had a game in uh, they had a game in Los Angeles and I don't know they were trying to take Brett Hall off the ice I think it was Brian Sutter was trying to take Brett Hall off the ice and the player came on he goes get out of here I'm staying on the ice so Brett stays on the ice scores and breaks a tie game in like the final two minutes and he comes back to the bench he goes we're not playing overtime in L A you know like things yeah. like that it's just Man, is that amazing. You know, uh, Chris, uh, the Post-Dispatch on their website has a video on, I don't know if you saw this, on how the Blues get ready for a game. It's like one of their kid, you know, the kid reporters. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Which, which is all cutesy. Uh, nobody cares about that. We want to know how Chris Kerber gets ready for a game. Like, I want I want what Chris Ker on game day. So tomorrow, uh, you guys are in D.C. to play the Capitals. I want to yes. know how Chris Kerber gets ready. Yeah, what's the CK prep? The, Chris, uh, well, the Christopher I'm... Aloysius Kerber. How does how does he? <laughs> <laughs> Aloysius. How does he get Man. ready for him? Aloysius, yeah, no, Lewis. I think there's an L in there. Um, uh, well, I do four and a half hours of calisthenics, which is why I'm as flexible as a four by four. He's got to awesome. stretch um, before calling a game. Yeah, yeah. No, you know what? For me, game days. Preparation is kind of like a continual thing. So, like, so I was at the rink yesterday for practice. I was talking to guys. I, I talked to Jordan Bennington about his agent, Mike Leute, kind of to get prepared for the Hall of Fame uh, stuff that we're doing this Friday and Saturday. Uh, but I'll use some of those stories maybe on the air if you know if, if it's worthy, you know, throughout the game. So, and then you're prepping. Uh, yesterday, watched uh, some of the last Washington game, and then go back and watch the condensed game on a couple more. Uh, and then, so then on an actual game day, so we'll get up in Washington tomorrow, um, head to the rink about 10 o'clock in the morning, do the same thing, talk to guys in the room after the skate, look at what's going on, how they use it, do they change lines, interview the head coach. I go back to the room with my game notes and kind of prep for whatever. I, my preparation is it's different depending on your partner. I would prepare a certain way, knowing how Kelly Chase liked to call a game. Now I prepare knowing how Joe Vitale 
prepares and, and likes to call a game and, and the way he likes to do things. And then, well, grab some lunch, do a little more work, head to the rink about 4 o'clock, and then yeah. just prep until game time. Well, now, so when you talk to players, um, are you just like wandering around going, hey, you know, uh, uh, Braden, come over here? Or do you have a set time that's like, all right, players, Kerber's uh, going to be here. Uh, I need one of you, two of you to you know, talk to Chris at this set time. Yeah, you know what? That all depends on, on on what the need is. If there's something structured, then we will set it up. Like I wanted to make sure I had a little extended time to talk to Jordan about Mike Leute, who's being inducted into the Blues Hall of Fame on on Friday night. So we set it up. Well, let's let's wait till after Monday, the Tuesday Tuesday non game. I don't like to do game days. I like if you're going to talk to a player on a game day, it should it should have to do with something about that game, something mm-hmm. important. Otherwise, the other stuff is you, you do on off days because they're. They're they're pretty focused and and you know they they got a lot of pressure on them to to, to get things done. So, uh, but but a lot of times you know, for me, yeah, there are sometimes Riz that you'll go into the room and and want to ask. Uh, you got something specific, uh, you, you know? Maybe there's a specific play that happened and you want to know. Okay, uh, you know how, how does that go? Well, here's here's one. Yes, yesterday, for example, uh, I, it just happened to me with the goaltending coach David Alexander. But I was talking about the. The exchanges, uh, the puck exchanges, and the passing of the puck of Joel Hofer to the defense, and you know where guys are supposed to be. Because a couple games ago, Joel Hofer was playing the puck past the defenseman. The other team was picking it off along the wall, and you know I, I wanted to understand more of what was right. being tried, and you know right. was he. But and then sometimes you just go in there and you just strike up a conversation, and you end up with a you know some a piece of gold out of it or something like that. So so it's a bit of a mix of both. Yeah, because, I mean, it's different you walking into the room because you are the, you know, you're with the organization, you're the play-by-play guy, as opposed to a reporter from, you know, the Post-Dispatch or somebody like Jeremy Rutherford. Uh, are they more apt to open up to you or to those guys? More apt to, to, to they're going to open up to those guys when they see those guys around. Like, Jeremy Rutherford gets some amazing stuff. Um, and and because he's been around for so long, he's earned the respect of guys and things. But at the same time, they also know that unless it's off the record, you know, that anything they say is a quote that could be printed. When it comes to talking to me, to John Kelly, to Joey, Jamie, whomever, uh, it, they're a little more comfortable because they, they know we're not going to sewer anybody. Yeah. You know, like, like even that conversation I had yesterday. So, you know, the puck was getting past the defenseman, and then the other team was intercepting it right about the midboards there, right at the hash marks. And I was asking David Alexander about it because I, I think that's just one of the worst plays goalies make all the time. But but David, you know, great perspective. So sometimes you just got to put it somewhere and start over because there's nowhere to go with it. I'm like, okay, something I actually hadn't been told before. But then he's also, if our forwards don't come down the boards far enough, it's easier for a guy to pick it off. I'm like. That's another good one. So then, and I haven't had a chance to do this yet because of just timing, but I'll go talk to Joel Hofer sometime in the next few days and ask what he's seeing on that. So instead of just me giving an opinion, I'm actually telling people what coaches and players have said about it. And and you'll get more detail. A couple couple weeks ago, I just walked up to Braden Shen and said, hey, you got any good ref stories for me? And that led to a spectacular discussion about kind of the state of officiating in the league that's eye-opening that you can – you know that, that that you can say so. Um, it's they are definitely more comfortable, I think, with the team broadcasters because they see you, they know you, they know that 
You know, like I said, they all know that if something happens and you have to be critical, you have to be critical. But you're not personal when you're critical, if that makes and, sense. And, and they hope you're not going to twist their words. They trust you guys more. Never. No. Listen, I, there's, I, I think I've told you guys this before. There's two, two, there's two rules of broadcasting, and I actually think these should be two rules of life. One, never say anything you wouldn't say to somebody's face. I'm not going to come on here with you guys and, and say something about a player I wouldn't be comfortable looking eye to eye in the room and saying, right? Mm-hmm. And then, and then the other one is I clean it up because uh, it, it's I, I, I adapted off of a uh, you know one of the a Bull Durham quote. But bottom line is if you, you critique the play, not the player. If you, if you critique critique the play of a player, like a, a play happens, you know, like like That's let's sports. go back to what I was talking about I mean, with with with. Yeah, well, let's go back to what I was talking about with Joe Hofer. If if I go, geez, his puck play is awful, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of critiquing the player, right? But if you if you talk about a specific play and what went wrong with it, you're critiquing the play. Then, I mean, and look, we're going to get it wrong sometimes. But you go into the room, you talk to a player, and you can come back on and correct it. I just, no, no, this is just me. Some people believe in being much more harsh on some of this stuff. I don't see the benefit of sewering a guy. I don't know sometimes what's going on in a guy's life. Here's a great example. Here's here, here's a great example. Clem Costin, right? When mm-hmm. when Clem Costin was with us, we were down in Tampa two uh, year and a half ago before he before he got dealt. And I was talking to him. I was actually with what was with what's going on with Russia and the Ukraine. Right? Yeah. There's different things that these players might have been dealing with. Who knows what's going on with their families, or whatever. Well, his dad had already served in the military, right? Was in, I believe he said, his 60s, and they were concerned that his dad was going to get constricted back into the military to have to go fight in the Ukraine. This is what a 23 year old kid had weighing on him while trying to play NHL hockey over in the United States. And if sometimes that might way on him in a day and his game might not be great. I mean, who am I to judge, right? So I'm, I'm very careful when it comes to, to criticizing a player beyond specific plays. Right. Well, since we talked to you last week, the Blues beat the Rangers. Uh, Kyra got the hat trick, then lost to the Bruins and Flyers. Tomorrow in D.C. to play the Capitals, then back in town Saturday to play the Capitals. Uh, power play seems to have turned around a bit, which is, which is good news. Yep. You know, I'm glad you... Yeah, the power play... Go ahead, say, go ahead, man. I'm glad you said that, Chris. Um, when we started Soccer 101, uh, I made the mistake of uh, and I, where were you yesterday <laughs> before <laughs> Soccer 101? Because I made the mistake of criticizing the player rather than the play. I should have said this play or you know this this behavior during this match worries me rather than this guy worries me. Mm. And man, did I catch hell from uh, from St. Louis. They hated me for that. But you know, I was also kind of trying to play. Um, like the avid fan, and I'm used to like watching English football, and when they're when they're talking about when they're interviewing fans, you know the fans are vicious, and I, I didn't want to be vicious in, in, in any way. I just was I was reacting. You were channeling I was as reacting, if you were watching a game. Yeah, I was reacting as a fan, and I thought that was a great perspective because that's what the, that's my perspective from this, uh, you know, on soccer 101. And uh, but I love how you said that, like really, really, you know, criticize the play and not the player, and that's become abundantly clear. Uh, this last season, well, on, on how, yeah, because how no, no. Here's the thing: so, some people, some some people are going to say, "Oh, you're a homer," then, right? No, I'm not a homer. Like if you listen to our broadcast, you you know that we we were very honest about the game, the team, you know. And look, there are times I've gotten it wrong. 
and and I'll go into a room and I'll ask somebody, and, and I got to go in the air and say, okay, I said this, and this this was this, this wasn't right. Right. And, but I, I did right. early on. I, I think I told you guys this when the Blues were trading for Keith Kachuk, I had followed the Coyotes very closely because in the American League we were affiliated with them, and I had read the news articles every single day. Well. Uh, there was a beat writer that apparently had it out for Keith Kachuk and didn't take Keith in a, in a very good light. And now I'm in St. Louis. The Blues are supposedly trading for Keith Kachuk. And I said, geez, I don't know. I mean, here's what I've heard about this guy. Well, Dallas Drake grabbed me the next day. That's another lesson, too. You never know who's listening. Yeah. Dallas Drake grabbed me the next day and said, what are you ripping my buddy for? I go, I didn't rip anybody. He goes, no, you were saying this about Keith Kachuk. I said, well, here's why. He goes, dude, let me tell you something about that beat writer. Well, I couldn't have been, what I said couldn't have been more wrong. So I went on the air the next day and said, listen, I said this. It was way wrong. Here's what Dallas Drake said. Here's the how this report. And I, and I corrected myself. Right. And you also have to have the integrity to be able to, on the air, say, I didn't get it right. And because we are going to get emotional at times and things are going to come out. Now, there's one area, though, Moon, where I might break this rule. And it comes to one specific area in sports embellishing. I hate diving. I enjoyed watching that first season. We're season ticket holders for City SC. I enjoyed watching that first season. I thought Giacchini was fantastic. I also think Giacchini goes down to the field way too many times, way too easily. I hate that culture of that sport. Uh, I hate it in the NHL when guys throw their head backs when a stick didn't get them. Basketball. I can't. Uh, the diving and basketball, I can't stand embellishing. And so if you're a diver, you deserve to get called a diver because that's not part of the game. And, and by the way, all the soccer people out there, stop it. I know the sport. I've played it. I've been a part of it. Like, Relax. Stop it. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, time, it's time for if, if you consider that, if you consider embellishing to be part of the culture of the sport, then it's time to rid that sport of that culture. Let me just say this, Kerber. I like how you're talking about this because there's other people in the media where they will get really emotional, and and I call them a dictum because they can they can go ahead and put their opinions out there, but then whenever it comes back from fans who maybe disagree, and I'm talking about media people in radio specifically, they then take offense to that. And so that is a dictum in my book. Mm. Yeah, no, I was, I was, listen, and I'll admit, uh, uh, Kerber, that I am a homer, and that, and that, and that's, that's the thing. Again, I'm speaking. Yeah, my, my perspective is, I'm speaking from a, from a fan's perspective, and uh, what I didn't get to explain every time I was criticizing these cats was that. I'm rooting for them. Right. I want to be proven wrong. I love these guys. I went and go. The guy that I criticized, I went. I went to a special event so I could get his autograph. Like I like this <laughs> yeah. guy. I just didn't like what I saw, and I said something, and right. it turns well, out I was a, half a, right and half wrong. It's but a yeah. lesson learned. Yeah, but 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 I like your perspective and how you said it because when it comes to the broadcasting, I don't get to explain all that kind of stuff. And people may not know me, and they may just be tuning into the thing. I really do need to criticize the play rather than the player. So thank you. Yeah, well, yeah, the, the other thing real quick here is the other thing. Sorry, sorry. The, the, real, the real quick. The other thing is, though, you, you've got to be you, you've got to be uh, you got to be not, not confident or cocky. But if you've done your research and you're prepared, then you'll be OK and confident in giving an opinion. But guys, most of the times, like 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 we have said, we've said all season long, this power play is awful. Right? I said on the air the other day because it, and this is my opinion. All right, you just had the power play in in, in the, the previous two games. The power play had scored two power play goals in each of the games. Each unit got two goals, and yet in the last game we changed the power play unit. I said on the air, I'm surprised by that. Right? 
Now, I'll go into the room over the next two days, and we'll find out why. What were they thinking? And I, you find out they really like Colton Pareko coming over the boards against the top players that very first shift after a power play because he's that good of a defender. Mm-hmm. Now you got the story to tell. But you've got it. The, the difference to me, and, and, and to learn to your point, part of the, part of the problem is, is you'll have – there's media there, there's media people who have talk shows – there's there's fans or whatever, and everybody's got an opinion, and yes, you're right to an opinion. But here's the one thing people have to tell them. You can have a wrong opinion, okay? You can have the opinion that the earth is flat, but you are wrong, okay? But you're more than welcome to have that opinion. To me, the difference is, is the ones that go around the teams that not just don't just have an opinion because we all have them, but get a little bit deeper so when we're broadcasting, we're bringing you not just anybody can go on the air and say anything like, like I can, right? The, the difference is, is I've got access, so I'm talking to players to actually bring what's really going on, not just an opinion, and that's where the line starts to get drawn. And you have to just understand if it's a fan or somebody that doesn't have some of that access. You know, like, Moon, if you guys are doing that podcast, like in, in my opinion here, like you got to make sure that a couple times you're going down into that room when there's media access and stuff like that, right? Just to get, just to get a different feel, yeah. and then man, the comfort yeah. level on your podcast goes through the roof. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, uh, Chris, we love the insight. Tomorrow in D.C. to play the Capitals back home on Saturday. Uh, yeah. Capitals again uh, here at Enterprise. Uh, don't forget about the Curbside Podcast after every game. And uh, yeah, you got a lot going on, Chris. You got it going on. Yeah, Chris. Got, it go- got it going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just I just go where I'm told. Uh, that's 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 my life, and I'm okay with that right now. But I love that. It's a great topic, guys. I I, I do like talking about that topic. So it's a a fun chat this morning, and uh, have an awesome week. We, we we'll see everybody hey, in the week, and talk quick, to you guys uh, next week. Hey, Chris, yeah. real quick, I, I in the vein of. Everything we're talking about and critiquing the plays and not the players. Real quick, yeah. top of your head, three biggest bums in hockey. <laughs> you can one. Bums in hockey. All right, number, number one for me, one is Donald Brashear. Donald okay. Brashear, okay. All right. All right. Um, let's see. Jeez, I hadn't been asked that question. That one comes off. The, I went to do an interview with him, and he was just a, he was just a jerk about it. Nice. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Uh Geez, I don't know. I don't have too many bums. There's not a whole lot of guys that I go, man, this guy's a jerk, and I don't, wow, I don't like him at all. So one, three. two, and three. <laughs> Dang. Awesome. Okay, fans elected. We got, we'll go Donald Brashear one. Okay. Okay. I don't think you're a Blues fan without without feeling that way about Mike Keenan, number two. Okay. All right. And then, uh, boy, third one? Third biggest bum in hockey. Uh Man, I don't know. I don't have. I don't have another player that I put in that category that jumps off the page. You're on notice. All right, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Think about it. We'll get it. We'll get the. We'll get the number three next week. I got a couple of people in the sports world I'd put in that category, but I'm not saying that one on the air, all right? All right. That's a, that's an unfair when we drink some beer together conversation. All right. good, there he is, the great Chris Kerber. Have a good trip. We'll talk to you next week. All right, guys. All right there there awesome with- show. Traffic and weather. Did you hear right. him uh, just say we had that thing go over, but he just said Jamie Rivers, so I don't oh. know. Oh, oh, nice. no. You that. <laughs> all right, we'll take a break. We'll come back, and I want to talk about uh, King Scott for a second, who the goal this year is to set a world record. Yes. At some point, I have some uh, world record news. Oh. Coming up next. Some controversy already. 
Not having to do with you, but having to do with other records. Big Guess whose birthday it is. Happy birthday, Riz. It's Adam Farrar, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Blow those freaking candles out, will you? You know, Scott, I'm 100%, uh, 100% serious about you breaking a world record. Me too. This year. Me too. And uh, I, d- I do have some ideas mm-hmm. as far as what can be done and maybe a place that we could do it. Oh, good. Okay. And we maybe, got- maybe not just one, you know, world record attempt. Maybe a couple. Yeah, because it may take that. Because there's uh, been some folks that have reached out, so we'll see how this is going to go down. Listen, we got some ideas here, but halfway through January, and we've already got our first massive scandal. Oh, no. The record for world's oldest oldest dog might be bogus. Oh, Oh, no. I celebrated this the other day. I know, I know you did. Damn dog's a liar. Now the dogs are lying? So Guinness certified (laughs) the record last January and said a dog in Portugal named Bobby was over 30 years old. Damn it, Bobby. Damn it, Bobby. Show me some DNA. Sadly, Bobby the dog passed away in October, supposedly at the age of 31. 31? 31. Come on, man. Come but on, Bobby's man. legacy might forever be tarnished after Guinness just announced the record is now under review. Dude, I mean, um, what was it, a couple years ago? It was like a chihuahua or something. It was like 22. Do you remember what it looked, it looked like? Ashes already. I mean, it was like 20. I mean, that's like, well, that's like that's like saying like, hey, we got a new world record of a person count, over man. here, and he's 163. That's our, so stupid. Our dog. One. We had one that made it to 22, and he was still physically strong, but he just had so like everything else was just completely gone. His bladder didn't hold anything. His eyesight, ear, everything was just gone. So they said Bobby supposedly the owner said he he passed away at 31. Now the owner, a guy named uh, Lionel Costa, had a vet submit documentation that Bobby was born May 11th, 1992, meaning he died at 31 years, 165 days old. But after Bobby passed away, people started uh, questioning the credentials. Okay. So he was a type of livestock dog called a Hafero Doalan Zeo. Not a very Adorable. honest kind of dog. Yeah, was, you know what? We looked up these things. They're, they're known as Portuguese Mastiffs. This is a big dog. It's, they usually care. live... Four days. 12 to, <laughs> 12 to 14 days. <laughs> no, 12 to 14 years. <clears throat> so 31 would, would be more than twice that. People also claim photos taken of them in 1999 show a dog would... With slightly different colored paws. So cute, by the way. It looks like a St. Bernard, but different. So a council member at the Royal College of Veterinary Surgeons in England was pretty blunt when asked about it. Quote, not a single one of my colleagues believed Bobby was actually 31 years old. Yeah, it almost looks like a um, a St. Bernard and an English setter. Yeah. Like right in between them, if you could actually imagine blending those two. So they're saying that the owner may have switched dogs at some point. No. So Guinness Guinness put out a statement saying a formal review is underway. They've temporarily paused the records for oldest living dog and oldest dog ever until they get all this ironed out. If Bobby's record does get uh, nullified, it would go back to an Australian cattle dog named Bluey. She was born in 1910 and lived to 29 and a half. Mm. That's awesome. I don't mean to call bull poopy, but like, because, you know, I don't know this guy or nothing, but come on, man. 31 was him. It just don't make sense. What's 31 in dog years? Like 200. Uh, no, wouldn't it? No. Is that, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was like 200 <clears throat> It's something. getting up there. <laughs> it's old. It's yeah. old. Yeah, it's up there. That's an Illuminati dog, dude. Mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, I believe him. Uh, maybe he's just from a family that doesn't deal with death well. 
And they did the old switcheroo on him. Oh, no. I understand this. Maybe the dog was like 12, passed away while he was at school. His parents just swapped it out. And he's like, man, he lived a long time. (laughs) He just never caught on. Poor guy. This is how he's finding out right now. Okay. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Guinness. Dude, there's a, there's a human year dog calculator because it's not just as simple as one yeah. times seven. Mm. So, like, there's a small, a medium, and a decimals. large because they have an average of these small, medium, large, you know, lifespans. Let's and it's, do it. it's pretty crazy. So, age in human years for a dog, a small dog, one year is 15 years. Oh, my goodness. Two years is 24. So, like, it scales down. You understand? Yeah. I mean, cause you yeah, you yeah. think about, like, the, uh, the maturity periods and blah, blah, blah. Three years is 28, so, you know, big gap between two and three, Hmm. Um, or, you know, one and three. Four years is 32. Let's go down to 31. Oh, wait, it doesn't exist because 16 is 80. So even if you're just calculating on the double there, we're talking about a 160-year-old dog. Yeah, I'm looking. Go home. So if this dog is 50 pounds. Vampire. Okay, so a large dog at 16 years, a large dog 16 years is equal to 120. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no way. And what's wild is there's a picture, like one of the pictures they use, he, um, I guess his rocket still works if you. Mm. Right, right. Yeah, Yeah, so this guy's claiming that this cat in human years is 240 years old. Yeah, nobody, uh, they're going to take the record away. Poor dog. I love people had public outrage over this. They're like, hold on. What? A record's a record. Give it back to that this bitch who won it well, before. <laughs> yeah. Scott, I've I've got another record for you. Maybe you could go after a guy in Germany just broke a world record by chugging a full cup of coffee in three seconds. Oh, like a hot cup? Well, you see, so his name is Felix, uh, and his official time was 3.12 seconds. He did it back in September. Guinness just posted the footage after confirming the record. It's hard to tell if it was still hot when he chugged it. A few sources claim it was, but the Guinness website doesn't mention that being a requirement. Hmm. Huh. As I say, I could blow this one out. It oh, seems yeah. like seems like a rule that would open them up to a lot of throat burn <laughs> lawsuits. So yeah, the okay. previous record was 3.17 seconds, so he only beat it by five one-hundredths of a second. It's got to be cold. He's like basically bonging it. Yeah. You're basically bonging coffee. That's me every morning before I get to Clarkson. I'm like sucking it down. So I think room temp. <laughs> what? The co- the iced coffee. Oh, what? Are you <laughs> what? She got a little My funnel. iced coffee. She has a funnel and a straw in her car. <laughs> it says senior frogs on it. Uh, let's let just say the the coffee's room temperature. Okay. So three. I think three three point one two seconds is achievable for a cup. What's eight ounces? Sure. Eight ounces. Could, is one cup. I could train for that. Especially if this is iced coffee, it'd be. I got some other. I got some other records that I think are are definitely achievable. Me too. I looked this up. Uh, Most socks put on one foot in thirty seconds. Dang. What's that? If you could do the record is twenty eight. If you could do twenty nine, you're you'll be the record breaker. What is it? Most socks put on. Most socks put on one foot. Are the socks clean? Because that matters. Unassisted. So and you have to to put them on one sock at a time. Put on looser socks, dude. Like the yeah. Does it have to all day? Like put on as a over it fits over your foot, or you just stack on top. Yeah, just put on one on top of the other. And, and how many seconds? Thirty. Thirty seconds. The guy, the record is twenty eight. I think he can do twenty nine. <laughs> do it. Tallest, bitch. tallest toilet paper tower in thirty seconds. Stacking. That's fun. I can you make my own mortar. Right now that right now the record's twenty eight. The only rule is you could only touch one roll at a time. All right. Interesting. Okay. Uh, most selfies taken in under three minutes. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's. Yeah. 
most selfies. Uh, an Indian actor took 184 selfies in under three minutes. Man, if you just have one of those cameras with the... Yeah. You can pose differently, though. Everyone has I want to see the probably. stipulation on that. I think you got to be with people. Well, oh. I think you have to do individual oh. like, selfies. Well, that's silly. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, fine. Well, that part of the rule is silly. Most smarties <laughs> eaten in 60 seconds blindfolded using chopsticks. I think you could do this. If you're oh. Whoa. Most smarties, and they say M you could use M&Ms for this, too. Smarties would be Ooh. easier. Why? They're not fussy with that well, one. More not, surface area on yeah, the side. I think so. Oh, I guess, yeah, yeah. For sure, they're flat. And they're not going to roll around. That's right. It's like chalking so, up. So, what'd you yeah. say what the number was on that? Most Smarties eaten in <laughs> yeah. 60 seconds blindfolded using chopsticks. Um, the record is 22. Oh, man. Dude. Let's do that. All right, let's write that one down. I would down. love to try that. Can I spit them out afterwards? Yep. Or eat them, whatever you want. Because after like a you half You only pick a, up one Smartie or M&M at a time. Right. Blindfolded. After half a sleeve yeah. of Smarties, you're done. It's over. Uh, fastest time to arrange the alphabet from uh, from a can of SpaghettiOs. <laughs> that oh. sounds awesome. Okay. Fastest time to arrange the alphabet from a can of uh, alphabet spaghetti. Cody Jones is the current alphabet spaghetti champion. Uh, the record to beat is three minutes and 21 seconds to find all the letters in the alphabet in a can of spaghetti. How do they know that all of the letters are even in a can of SpaghettiOs? Like, is th that happens? You think they stamp out those noodles... And you get the entire is, alphabet? Does each can have the entire alphabet? That's what I'm asking. Oh, yeah. you think like the, the thing shuts down to goof, 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 goof. If this Imagine, one's where's a v? about to get I canned. I need a V. This one's about to get canned without a V in it. Yeah. <laughs> I you told you know. I needed more help on the line. The supplies line just stops. All the steam. Wait. I don't know. Wait. That one's uh, about to get sealed without a C. Fastest time to assemble Mr. Potato Head. I think we talked about this yep. one. Um... That sounds tough. It was like six seconds. 5.43 seconds. Yeah, that yeah. one is. That's solid. Don't the, even bother. I the think that's that's going to be in the right place. <laughs> uh, most clothes peg, uh, clothes pins clipped to your face in 60 seconds. <laughs> you you got a loose face. How many, is it. how many of those? <laughs> if you can, the record is 51. <laughs> if you can do 52, you're the new world record holder. Does your beard count? Yes. It no, does. it's got to be skin. Oh, it does? Oh, I don't know the rules. Uh, I don't think. Uh, is I my a, beard not my face? Do I have a... I not a man. <laughs> Do I not bleed? You yeah. can get a level up in this, dude. Like, if you can, because I don't got a beard. If it's a certain beard, it's your personality, What's not that? your face any longer. I got to look up this one. Fastest time to unravel toilet paper with one hand. Oh, Clover <laughs> Bear Elwell can do that pretty fast. My cat. The record is 9.8 seconds, which... Dude. I think that's... <laughs> you got to get the thickest stuff possible. Fewer spins, yeah? Oh, I, I don't know if there's a standard. Oh, but there's got to be. There's a standard roll they use. If you break oh, a ply, you gotta get, pay hundred dollars. They provide the roll. That's horse poop. This is uh, okay. So toilet uh, Most t-shirts put on in sixty seconds. <clears throat> How much? How many? Um, Fifty. The record is thirty-five. Damn, that's a lot. Now you could use any size, short or long sleeve t-shirts for this one. Uh, you can help a friend. You could have a friend help you pull them down. You gotta figure out your strategy. Is it? Is it? But only one one at a time, though. One T-shirt at a time. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, like, what if you did neck, 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 and then you would... Arm, arm, arm. <laughs> no, you have, to, you have to do... You have to put them on. <laughs> you put your arms up. Try yeah. to squeeze them through all the holes. No. no. <laughs> that's not, I mean, that's not a bad idea, right? That's, that's a great a idea. idea. I mean, it's worth a try in, in training. Uh, the most number of underpants put on in under one minute. Uh, done in teams of two. So, again, you can have help with this one. Uh, the, the one to beat for this one is 17. 17 okay. pairs of underwear in one minute. 
Most marshmallows eaten in one minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, must be standard size, not mini or the giant ones. And no drinking is allowed during the attempt. The current record is 25. Oh, that one's a, good, a painful one. How about this one? Oh, dude, this is a good one. Fastest time to put 24 cans in a refrigerator. Yeah. Cans must be unopened, must begin with the door closed. Current record to beat, 9.76 seconds. You have to do them one at a time? One at a time. And how many do I need to do? Fastest time to put 24 cans in a fridge. Nine seconds. 9.76 seconds. Every person that works at a bar is like, sign me up. Yeah. So how many um, cans, though? 24. 24. Okay, okay. 24, 24 cans. 24 cans. Oh, Just my imagine gosh. you. That's approximately the same time as a successful bull ride. Just imagine him, like, in the chutes, getting all rosined <laughs> up <laughs> with cans, sitting on a stack of cans, giving us the nod to pull the door open like the chute. <laughs> Uh, most coins stacked into a tower in 30 seconds. After the 30 seconds of stacking, they must remain standing for five seconds. Current record, 51 coins. Golly. I'm going to take this list home. I'm going to see if my kids want to do any of this stuff. Yeah. yeah. I would be screwed be on fun. that, dude. My fat fingers can't pick a coin up off a table. It'd, it'd take me 20 minutes to get just one quarter off of a coffee table. Hey, that boy's got experience <laughs> with coins. I got yeah, plenty he he of experience with coins. He counted $10,000. Uh, what was it? $1,057. That's right. Oh, yeah. that was Penny. brutal. Pennies. In pennies, the worst of the worst. No, Took two else. days, basically eight hours every day. Or Why did you do that? Sides. Was it a For punishment? A punishment. Yeah, yeah, it was punishment. Uh, and, and finally, uh, I think you can do this one. Uh, most sticky notes on the face in one minute. Yes. Little post-its are Must big, be placed post-its. there by the individual themselves. Nobody could do You have to do it yourself. How many? Current record is 58 sticky notes on your face. Get out of here. Have to be full size, full size regulation. No post-its. moisturizer. Post-its. Yeah, yep. got to go dry on that day. How many? Big dry. The record is fifty-eight. So that one in one minute. Doable. Can you put them on top of each other. Oh, dude, that would be awesome. Doable. We could do that today. Yeah. Can you put them on top of each other? I would have to watch what the. I'd have oh. to watch the video of the. This is face or just skull count? Like I'm gonna shave your head and just pop, 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 Most pop, sticky notes on the yeah. face, and I would imagine. Just dude, slapping skull, man. Slap somebody. Sent me one for him, and it was most balloons popped in two minutes or something like that, or most, okay. maybe it was like thirty seconds, and it was like two hundred. But the, I watched the video, and the guy had them all in a line, like taped to the wall, and he had a needle, and he just runs down one way and runs back the other. Oh, that's awesome! And I was like, and he had to go back and pop two he missed, and I'm like, man, if you line it up just right, and we figure out a, a hack, wow. you might be able to do. You that might be able thing. to do that okay. one. All right. Well, listen. Wow. I, I thought you were I, walking turtles. No, it was, is that it was walking dogs. Yeah, walking that's the, that's still and <laughs> oh yeah, we had a few folks reach out for that. So <laughs> that one, I think, a but I think idea. the turtle Most is a turtles great idea. In thirty seconds, <laughs> yes. the record is one. <laughs> uh, but no, I want to because you could do one leash and have all the dogs connected to it, and I know I could easily beat. The current record on that one. Yeah, but the logistics, man. The dogs. Easily. I, mean, I like I know, easily. I would have Easily. Really I'm really good. good. I'm a dog whisperer. You guys know that. Playing with the dogs, so. Easily. Right. Easily my ass. I'm a pro dog Let's walker. go with the post-it thing. Yeah, the post-it. <laughs> post-it. The post-it of the quarters. And, and, or it wasn't even quarters. Just coins. You get to pick your coin. I'd go quarters. I'd go nickel. Thicker. Yeah, but they, uh, yeah. they got the uh, it's like a smooth smooth edge on them. It doesn't make it harder to pick. I think them up. quarter is the way to go. Yeah, right? you need some texture. You need yeah, some. Yeah. Definitely not dimes. Oh, oh no, yeah. God. Dimes right, are right, right out. out. The Rizzuto Show.
significant weather. All right, we'll I take a break. We'll come back. The dime doesn't sound like a bad idea. No. Dime's like getting the star on the Squid Game thing. Yeah, it's got it's <laughs> the umbrella. Thin, though. Yeah, you're down the umbrella. <laughs> is there a so wooden thin. nickel coin? It is thin, but they're easy to like manhandle. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, we've got a quick uh, headline hoosh for you. You're listening to The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, we got time for one more thing. The Rizzuto Show headline hoosh. Sponsored by Morris Royce Jewelry, the official jeweler of The Rizzuto Show. All right, today's headline hoosh story comes to us from Lady Lake, Florida, where a woman is, well, she's in some trouble. After punching her dad in the head during an argument on Christmas morning. Now, what were they arguing about? The beeping on dad's oxygen machine. <laughs> dad, your will to live is annoying me. Yes. What? Basically, oh my God. Uh, 49-year-old Christina Granados admitted to hitting her 73-year-old dad around 5 a.m. that morning. Again, Christmas morning. Dad told cops that he and Christina argued about the oxygen machine making a beeping sound before she punched him uh, in the left side of the head. Terrible. We'll hear it out. Let's hear it out. <laughs> I mean, she's already up for daughter of the year. Yeah. Which is, congratulations. World's best daughter. Uh, Christina was arrested for battery on a person over 65, a felony. She spent Christmas in the county jail. She will be back in court next week. Uh, ordered by Judge Depp. No contact with that. You ever been around an oxygen machine? Like they're, they make a kind of a soothing noise. Yeah, okay, they're, but they got, they're nice. He needs it to live. Yeah, I know. <laughs> She's yeah. a total hoosh. The old-fashioned way. When you hear it's a live. You help them. Dad, you can turn that off, you know. Oh, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely can, Dad. And now ah. I will die if I shut this off. So there you go from Lady Lake, Florida. Congratulations, Christina Granados. You are today's <laughs> headline hooch. All right, one final break. We'll come back. Wrap up. The Rizzuto Show. All right, so that is it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. Appreciate you all listening. Wednesday in the books. What's wrong with you? It's time for you to leave. She's having an issue. Freaked out. <laughs> time for you to leave. It's time for us all. We've got to get out of here. All right. Moon, uh, today's podcast is titled... You got a loose face. Okay. <laughs> you got a loose face. Uh, tomorrow, the great John Hewlett joins us. John Hewlett. From the future. Uh, from Phoenix, right? From Phoenix, From yeah. Phoenix. Same place. Uh, also, uh, Craigslist Freak of the Week, three brand new, uh, brand new ads for you. Uh, Moon, what else? Uh, check out that new YouTube channel. I'll post a, a thing. It's uh, The link is on my bio uh, on Instagram. But also, Can You Feel the Punk tonight? Uh, the shows are selling extremely well. There's two shows, Saturday, May 11th at the pageant. There's a 3 p.m. and an 8 p.m. There are four packs available for that 3 p.m. show, but those won't last very long. Uh, this is a perfect opportunity to bring the family, bring the kids to a, uh, a punk rock show with all your favorite Disney classics, new and old. All right. Learn. Yes, follow me on the socials at Learn Versus Radio, and we'll have a good time talking cats. All right. Rafe. At I am Rafe Williams dot everything. Okay. Scott? Yeah, if you guys could do me a follow and uh, do me a, 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 do me a, a do follow. Me a do follow me a solid follow <laughs> and follow me at Venmo right there because I'm trying to get a million followers and it's just a dollar to follow. It's no big deal. It's a really wow. cool opportunity to have something cool. What is your Venmo? Uh, King Scott Rules. <laughs> dollar sign. 
<laughs> so you could, but, or you can follow that on Instagram, whichever one works. All right, we leave you with a selection from our teamers. Remember the day brought to you by Hot Shots, uh, St. Louis home for Blues hockey. From Collinsville, Illinois, Mandy Butera is our teamers. Remember the day? Yeah. The Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.